Hello guys, it is me again, it's HorrorFan34, and welcome back to another video, another top 10 video for you guys. Um, this is going to be a pretty uh, unique top 10 that I'll be doing. In this top 10, I'll be doing my top, my, my personal choice for my top 10 underrated buddy cop movies. Now, the buddy cop film era, or era, yeah, genre, I should say, sorry. The buddy cop genre of movies, I really do enjoy. You know, Bad Boys films, the Lethal Weapon movies. Um, there's many, many more out there. Uh, but these are the uh, buddy cop films that I don't think get talked about as much. I mean, when people think of buddy cop films, they think of, you know, Lethal Weapon. Um, you know, the Bad Boys films, things like that. Uh, I think suffering from a little bit of heat stroke. I spent a lot of time outside in the 80-some degree weather, so yeah, decided to whip us up a couple of frosty, low ABV, just chill-out blender drinks right here. I think is going to be good yeah. for us. Just something to ease us into the mm. evening right here. Mm. Nothing nothing to get us on a bender. No. I don't want that. Yeah. It's, I uh, had a touch of that heat stroke on Sunday. Mm, yeah. yeah. Ooh. I remember when that happened. Trying times. You went down hard. You went down hard and fast, Whoa. and you stayed down the rest of the night. I did. what happened. That was it. I made some mistakes that day. Nate, that was a drunk... I mean, let's recount them. Let's see if we can go through the day and that uh, was a, maybe see where we went wrong. That was a drunk that I saw coming yeah. for like weeks, hmm. you know? It, it took me by surprise. I thought we were just... Drinking some casual beers on the patio, and then, ah. and then all of a sudden you were you were you were gone. Man. I was just you down. were out there. I uh, I like to when I'm doing my day drinking. Didn't even whip out any bottles of spirits or anything. No, no. The when I do my Straight day drinking, all day beer bender. From exactly. What I could see. Right. Yeah, that was my problem. I ran out of my cheap Miller Lights, and so I was drinking the diesels, which I usually save for the evening. The evening, you know. Oh yeah, you the was sun goes down. And there was just too much ABV. I got in a grilling zone, mm -hmm. and yeah, uh, big time I was zone. so dialed in, in grill zone. So dialed in on those grills and fries. Like so many different alarms going off. Too like, many oh, beers. Oh, gotta feed yeah. the dogs. Oh, yeah. gotta go back to the grill. Oh, yeah. now the cat needs watering. Time to make the donuts. Water cats. Oh. Yo, you got to. Never had a cat. Yeah, dunk them. Just once a day, you dunk them. That's you know? right. You don't yeah. want them getting lousy. No, no, lousy with a louse. Mm -hmm. It kind of went in a similar direction yesterday. Yeah. Once uh, our regular podcast record was uh, put off until today, mm -hmm. I was like, well, now I got a big wide window of opportunity in my evening. What am I going to... I'll go get drunk at the bowling alley with a bunch of old racists. Did you? So, yeah, I did that. Nice. Went over to the Freaky's Recreation. How and, uh, was it? I saw the chair you posted, and I was racking my brain trying to figure out where you were. I'll tell you, it was a mixed experience, because the first, first, like, I don't know, 15 minutes or so I was there, I was just like, well, this is just damn refreshing. Uh, there's a guy in here playing the jukebox, and he's doing a nice mix yeah. of, like, 
Seeger, okay. into some Bob Dylan, Probably. into like a little bit of Fog Hat. He played a little bit. Oh, going on okay. There. I thought he was going to do like the Hey, I'm cool. Here's like a fucking Brian. What's his face? Summer of '69. Oh no, no. He even got some John Prine in there. Oh, I was okay. like, I'm really enjoying being able to sit in a place and have a drink without listening to some 19 year old rapping. Yeah. Really loud, just yeah. so loud that I can't even think because there's just some muttering 19-year-old rapping in my ear. Yeah. So I was like, good change of pace, good hangout. They got those comfy bucket old-school bar they stools, do. which I love. They do. But then, you know, and then just like, you know, the the racism and the Fox News stuff started. Oh. <laughs> just like oh. a lot of it. Wow. One end of the bar was just this one guy vibing. He had a couple of like middle-aged women around him. Okay. They were okay. The Probably other end of the bar just... Three really just miserable, unhappy, mm. just Fox News talking point yeah. screaming men, nice. just screaming at nobody. They seem to really hate Lori Lightfoot right now. Oh, they I was were, just going to say. They were really focused on Lori Lightfoot. The POCs have really ruined their lives. I was just like, I, I guarantee you, none of these men has stepped foot within the Chicago city limits in the last fucking 30 years of their lives. And they're just over here in the corner of this dark, dank bowling alley yeah. bar obsessing about the mayor of Chicago yeah. who affects their lives in zero way whatsoever. Correct. Mm-hmm. They yeah. probably worked in Chicago like, 20 years ago. A lot of, a lot of jokes about like, uh, the only person that should be wearing a mask is Lori Lightfoot, so I don't have to look at her ugly oh, face yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. You like think, stuff like that. You think that was more uh, racist or homophobic? Uh, I think it was more sexist. It just seemed okay. like they were ragging on her for being such a weird little troll. Uh, it was a classic. What was going on? Yeah. A classic guys, hey, way to not be attractive. Yeah. But then there was joke. all, then the racist started, talk started around the Yeah. Uh, the murder rates and, and, mm. and a lot of talk about how we should just send more guns in there and let them all shoot each other and get it Ooh, over yeah. with. Anything a lot of, a lot of talk like that going anything on. Anything where anytime you can work in and let them all. Yeah. Uh-huh, or uh-huh. them all. Yeah, that's right. Pretty much like over there. These yeah. people, these yeah. different people. Yeah. So then I was just like, all right, I've had enough of hearing this. Just, I'm going to just do a nice shot of B&B and, and hop out of here, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. G- give me a give me a shot for the road, old lady. Yeah, there was one guy in there bowling, and he was fucking sweaty, man. Just also a a, a black guy, which I was like, mm. this is kind of weird that he's in here hanging out with all these racists who are just you being know openly what's going racist. On at that bar. But he was in the zone. He was just like one man bowling, the, the only lane going, and just dripping with sweat, head to toe. He must have been at it for hours. Takes it seriously, yeah, man. I, I liked his attitude. There was good energy coming off <sighs> of him. So you think you'll repeat it there? Or was that think, a one and I done? I think there might be some more okay. frickies recreation uh. bar in my future. It could be one of those things where it's like you show up on like a, well, you know, maybe on a Sunday. Mm. Maybe you get a little I better see crowd. That. I could see that working. You got I, to, uh, yeah. you got to pick a day where it's uh, not 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 nice out. A dank day, a dank rainy day. Oh, so there go, you go. Let's go sit in that hole. It feels nice. Yeah. Nice dive bar on a rainy day. I could see myself doing that again. Yeah, they got uh, they got food there too. Uh, I saw somebody order a hot ham sandwich to go, I think. And I was well, like, oh, wonder, wonder what that's like. That sounds good. Oh, I'm going to have the hot ham to go. Hot ham to go at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Good gosh almighty. It's baby oil and blow. It is the audio equivalent of a hot ham open face on rye. Oh, now you're getting me excited. Yeah. Think about that. Like that. You old sons of bitches. Oh, you old sons of bitches. It's an action extravaganza podcast. Palooza, shoot them up, <laughs> show them up, flash <laughs> them up. Everybody's having a good time. I am one half your host. Mm, I you 
and Matt O. Barely, but I made it. And with Got me, as always, who are you going to be? That's, who should you it's be? It's a loaded question right now. You can be, you can be the Roy Munson to my Big Earn McCracken. Mm. You are Nate Adams. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. It's... Uh, I haven't seen the Kingpin in a long time, and I, I know all those other Fairly Brother movies are super fucking bad. But for some reason, I got it in my brain Except that like Dumb and that Dumber. one's probably good. Like I think that one's probably still good, and I'd like it if I watched it. And Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah, Dumb and Dumber has its moments still, yeah. indeed. But also, uh, Kingpin had Vanessa Angel, the girl from the Weird Science TV series, oh. which I liked quite a bit. Yeah. It came on either before or after Duckman on Saturday nights on the USA Network Duck back Man. in the mid-90s. That was a good slam-bang twofer right there. Yeah. Get you some Weird Science, the series, and Duckman back-to-back. Yeah. Ted, don't act like you were watching Duckman that one night. You were finger-blasting that girl that worked the Long John Silver's drive through window on your parents' couch. All right? Uh, you got you busted. You can't use Duckman as an excuse to get a girl on a couch. Yeah. You she, tell me I she, come home. She must have been really blackout. 1230 at night. Duckman. The lights are out, and you guys are watching Duckman together on the couch? There's no way. I don't know. Duckman was a pretty good show. I could see it happening. I mean. I'd watch Duckman with some girls at the Wendy's. No problemo. No, it was at our parents' house. She worked sure. at a at a Long John Silver. Oh, she was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. too many fryers at a Long John Silver's. You're not getting that smell out of the clothes. That's got to be under her nails. That I chick's would smelling yeah. like hush puppies when you're when you're down there yeah. fiddling around. All Back. you can smell is hush puppies. Maybe he wanted to smell her hush puppies. Those little crusty parts that yeah. come in the box. Yeah. He's fishing some of those crusties out of, out of Rundies, I bet. Hey. Like the extra crusties. The Lombo King, you know. Matt, this is an action podcast, oh. as you uh, said, and uh, as as we do, we've got a monthly theme that we've been doing mm-hmm. all month long. This is the last the last week of it this this right. month. It's it's the capper. Mm-hmm. It's the coup de gras. Of yep. Why can't we be friends? Our treatise on the action buddy cop action movie mm-hmm. thing that that happens out there yep. in Holly Weird. They've uh, been doing it for decades. I came up with that term, Holly Weird. It's hilarious. That's yeah. why. So I like to use it. So why don't we get in our rundown here of uh, the action film? I have heard some people call the best buddy cop movie of all time. I don't know. We'll see if we agree with that. Turner and Hooch? Uh Uh, The rundown this week in the spirit of people coming together and friendship and, uh, you know, Mm. just just working things out shoulder to shoulder. It's good vibes, man. Rundown's brought to us by the new Pringles (gasps) collaboration with Wendy's. They did a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich Pringles that are out right now. It just just sounds absolutely delightful. What? You're you're eating potato chips, but they taste like a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich? That's got to be amazing. I'm not not listening. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know? Send us a couple of cans, and we'll eat them on air. Fucking Pringles or Wendy's or whoever's in charge of shipping that shit out. It's good radio. Mm Mm-hmm. The rundown is of 1989's Lethal Weapon 2. When is these the second in your mouth. film in the Lethal Weapon series? Oh, I'm familiar. This is a movie with a runtime of 114 minutes. This is a film that had a budget of $30 million, I saw on Wikipedia. It seemed was a it? little low. What year was Even this? 89? 89? Like, 
I don't, I don't know. What is that in, in modern money? I don't know. About 11 billion? Yeah, I don't know. It just shows you what they used to be able to do. Just blow up a couple of cars, and I feel like I'm watching a big movie. Yeah. You don't got to spend all that much money. Blow up a car. Especially. Tear down a house. Spend 30 million. You're bringing in a gross of 227.9 million is what this fucking movie made. This was a smash fucking hit in 1989. That would, uh, great success. Huge fucking hit. You know? Yeah, very nice. Yeah. This is a film that was directed by a veteran of the business, uh, old Dick Donner. Oh, from the Donner Party. Yeah, of the uh, Donner Cut yeah. of that Superman sequel, I think, yeah. He made Goonies. He mm. made The Toy. Oh, everybody loves that. He made Assassins. I didn't know that. That was a Richard Donner movie. Really? Yeah, apparently he made Assassins. I'm so confused. Fucking Stallone and... Uh, uh, Antonio Banderas? Is that from Ohio? That's weird. No, Mm-mm. she was. That, that one actually had Julianne Moore in it. Oh, yeah. Weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Oh, that cult, uh, X versus Severs. That's uh, Ballistic but, X yeah. versus Sever? That's the one I always try to confuse I never it with. I saw that one, but uh, yeah, me neither. it sounded like a really good one. Yeah. Famously, Shane Black wrote that first Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. movie and sold it as like the biggest sale of a script of all time. He is. He does have a credit on this one, but okay. just as like a a story and characters credit. So right. he he came up with the broad strokes maybe of this story. Yeah, guy named Jeffrey Bohm gets like the full on written by credit there. Just and go. he hates Christmas. Yeah, he uh, he also wrote uh, Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade, that third one. I'm not which, familiar. Uh, is probably is knows right? you, but there is no. Oh, the one with thing the he, one with he wrote that you yeah. probably know. Uh, the Phantom. He wrote Billy Zane's The Phantom. I know I know you're familiar with that, so what is it? Uh just something so this justice. Guy, another fucking some, veteran yeah, right here. Tagline. Something about like punch justice in the yeah. face or something. With those sweet, sweet rings. Yeah. Was, Dave maybe, had maybe them. another one we're gonna have to revisit. Dave had Phantom Rings. Stars of this film, The Lethal Weapon 2. Number one, he's back. We got we got him on the podcast again. Who's that? Mel Gibson's back. Oh on Baby Oil and Blow. Oh he's playing Martin Riggs. Suicidal cop. He's a good guy. Uh, we did a whole month on Mel Gibson, so if you're listening to this and you don't know who Mel Gibson is, you're you're not paying attention. Yeah. But pull your head out of your ass. Or just kill yourself. Or just kill yourself. I mean, what have you been waiting for, really? Yeah. There's nothing keeping you around. You're getting too old for this shit. Mm-hmm. This shit of being alive. Who was also getting too old for this shit? Danny Glover. He was too old in that first and one, mate. Roger Murtaugh, an even older cop. <laughs> Once that first one was such a success... You think they were really kicking themselves, like making him play so old in that first one? Like, yeah. we shouldn't have made him so old in that first one, because yeah. we're going to be making a lot of these fucking things. Yeah, we have to explain that, like, he's not 60, mm. and he's really just mm-hmm. 50 now. That's right. Uh, Danny Glover is basically like a cowboy actor. You know him from all the westerns. Mm-hmm. He was Mal in Silverado. Mm. He was Joshua Dietz in the Lonesome Dove series oh, alongside Brett, Hart. Brett the Hitman yeah. Hart. So he's a cowboy man. Yeah. Time cowboy man. Joe Pesci is Jam making his lethal weapon debut. Oh, Joe Pesci. Number two here as Leo Getz. Have we covered any Pesci yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. We don't do those Italian movies. Scumbag so. grifter turned state's witness Leo Getz. You know Joe Pesci as being My Cousin Vinny. Whatever you want, Leo gets. From the movie My Cousin Vinny. Yes, he was in that. You know him as being Harry from Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yeah. 
you yeah. know him from being in all those Italian movies where they're all mm. like, oh, you yeah. make a good pasta yeah. over here. Uh, We're talking about family, but then also there's murder. Uh, it's my favorite Scorsese movie, the old Dago 2, you know? Yeah, those movies. You're familiar. Those movies fucking blow. Yeah, all of them. Joss Ackland is in this film as the bad guy, Arjun Rudd. A South African diplomat and on-the-sly drug dealer. This guy was a titan of blockbuster filmmaking in the 1990s. Mm -hmm. He was Hans in The Mighty Ducks. Ever heard of it? Might have. He was a futuristic bad guy, Chuck Dinamolos, in Mm. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Chucky D. Ever fucking heard of it? Probably not. Because you're stupid. What do you know? Not a Cultureless swine. Speaking of foreign people, mm-hmm. Patsy Kensett is in this movie Ooh. playing Rika Vandehaz, like a stone-cold hottie who works for the bad guys, but seems to be an okay lady, overall, yeah. all things considered. Yeah. Uh, she was Bridget on one episode of Tales from the Crypt. Oh, Bridget. She's a character yeah. named Bridget. Yeah. And then that's the only other thing she's been in that I've ever even heard of. Okay. Don't get me wrong. She has decades worth of credits. Yeah. Dozens and dozens right. of credits. Just nothing I had ever heard of anything else on it. That's a shame. Derek O'Connor is in this film as Peter Vorstedt, the number one main goon of the bad guys, the lanky, floppy-haired goon of the bad guys. Yeah, he does a good job. He was a robber leader in Time Bandits. Sure. Which I know was a Matt Steiger favorite when we were in college. He's always trying to get us to watch Time Bandits. That makes sense. He was Captain Atherton in Deep Rising. Oh, which is a yeah. movie that I vaguely remember existing. Which one's Deep Rising? You know, they're down there in the water. Stuff's going on. Yeah. What's going to happen? Are yeah, we going to drown? Right. Yeah. I don't know. He's 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 a that guy character yeah. actor. A deep, deep cut that guy character yeah. actor. You've seen him in things. He's been a foreign guy and stuff. Also, I'd like to mention, of course, Darlene Love is back Ooh. as Trish Murtaugh. Ooh, this? No, Roger Murtaugh's lovely down. wife. She's a singer. Christmas, baby, please come home. Yeah. Greatest Christmas song of all time. Mm-hmm. Show her some goddamn respect. Right. She was in that episode of New Girl. Christmas, baby, please come home. What is Darlene Love doing here? Uh, we used to do hot yoga together. Huh. Tagline of Lethal Weapon 2. It's simple to the point. They know they don't got to sell this one to you. No. The magic is back. Wow. Exclamation point. All caps. That's great The to magic know. is back. All my life, I've been searching for the magic, so this works out. Me as well. Plot of this film. Let's run it down. Let's see what we're talking about here when we talk Lethal Weapon. In the opening chase, Martin Riggs and Roger Murtaugh stumble across a trunk full of Krugerrands. Mm-hmm. They follow the trail to a South African diplomat who's using his immunity to conceal a smuggling operation. When he plants a bomb under Murtaugh's toilet, the action explodes! Wow. I really like that plot synopsis. Yeah. It's all, yeah, everything you needed to know right there. You don't really need to see the movie. No. They kind of walked you through it. great. I felt like I was on a thrill ride right there. Yeah. Matt, let's move on okay. into Bullet Points, the next segment of our podcast where we dig through our notes and we uh, talk about all the things that we wrote down and organized by Bullet Points so that it would be easy for us to dig through and read I, while we were half drunk and podcasting. I must have been a little confused. Mm. Uh... Mm-hmm. They said they, the movie opened with a chase. Yeah, that's right. I assumed 
Murtaugh was taking rigs to get ice cream after karate practice. He was fucking super stoked to be in the car. Yeah, he was. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. He was like, it was a police chase. It huh? was like, hey, we're going to Little Caesars and we're getting crazy bread. Oh, so like, yeah, punch. Yeah. Just got punched that kitchen light. Yeah, I love it. We're dropped right in the middle of a crazy police chase and yeah. Martin Riggs is just screaming and like crazy again. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. Riggs is a crazy one. I love it. I feel that magic already, you know? Is, is the magic back? I think so. There's only a couple seconds into this movie. It feels like the magic is already Felt back. like it was right there. Uh, all the dudes at the police station are listening to this shit on the radio, mm-hmm. taking bets about how it's going to end, like yeah. Riggs and Murtaugh. How are they going to fuck this up? Which is delightful. Yeah. Love that cop camaraderie that you get in the... The Lethal Weapon series here. They do a nice job. Making fun of the fact that they're trying to do a police chase in fucking Trish Murtaugh's station wagon, which is is pretty funny. It's a a new wagon. You don't want to be in a station wagon when you're in a a police chase, probably. brand new wagon. Be like a Buick Roadmaster. Yeah, so shit's going down. We see they're chasing some sort of, like, blonde, Nazi-looking guy. Mm -hmm. You know, they're zigging and zagging. And a red beamer. A lot of different other cops are just trying to get involved, but they're just getting in the way. These Mm -hmm. guys aren't expert cops like Bruce and Murtaugh. No, they don't have magic. No, the magic is not there. They try to overcompensate and end up killing a lot of people, probably. Right, yeah. Murdering unarmed people. It's like, oh, we were just trying to conjure up some magic. Wait. We took it too far. Don't Riggs and Murtaugh do that, though? Uh, Quite a lot. We'll get get into that, I'm sure. Riggs has enough of all this shit at one point, and he's like... I'm just going to leave the car and just start running on yeah. the top of other car roofs. It's a cool move. I'm going to, this car chase, I'm now going to take it yeah. to my feet. I'm just going to try to chase after this car on my feet. I like that he thought in the opening scene, like, hey, what if people forgot that I'm Riggs? There's there's a few things that Riggs needs to do to be Riggs. Yeah. And number one, you got to get him running really fast at yeah. some point. Just like yeah. down a highway. Just running fast down a highway. Because then he always looks great when he's huffing and puffing and trying to smoke that cigarette right mm-hmm. afterwards. Right. Blonde Nazi's not having Riggs running after him, though. No. He, like, starts machine gunning everything. Just like, oh, you're going to chase after me? Fucking, I'm going to machine gun you then. Ho, 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 you know? So then Murtaugh's like, get back in the car, Riggs. And Riggs is like, all right, but you scoot over. I'm driving. You get some classic Riggs and Murtaugh who's driving argument going on here. Oh, yeah. The magic is back. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. This is fucking back and forth with these guys. Who's, uh, hey, who gets to drive magic do you like better? Riggs and Murtaugh or Michael Lowry and uh, whatever the other guy's name is in Bad Boys? Oh, fucking I gotta say, Lethal Weapon did it first, but Bad Boys might have perfected it. Yeah? They, they might have. That was, like, sort of their main thing, I think, in Bad Boys. Yeah, they really did Talking hang about driving, like they, their Bad yeah, Boys hat did, on definitely. that. Definitely. A lot of that movie is riding on them, arguing over driving. I'm gonna say they're both in the Hall of Fame. Okay. For sure. They, right. they both get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'd put Freebie in the Bean after that. Yeah, Freebie and the Bean's definitely on the Mount Rushmore. They had some real driving bickering, times together. Bickering men. Yeah. In police vehicles. Yeah. So the Nazi gets cornered by all the cops eventually, because there's just too many cops. And you're thinking to yourself, like, this guy's screwed. Yeah. Uh, how How is he going to get out of this? There's no way. There's too many cops. Yeah. Well, what if he's got some real connections? Enough oh. where he can call in a helo, Matt. Oh, no way. We're in the first scene of a movie and a fucking attack chopper showing up already? <sighs> this is fucking crazy. Man. So, yeah. Wild. Fucking attack chopper shows up. 
saves his ass. Yeah. Still a chase going on for some reason. Well, we had though. a dual chase. Oh, there was a dual chase? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was the blue I, car. I, said a, I just guy just flipped himself upside down and threw the front of an Italian restaurant. That's so. the red BMW. There so was the blue car and too. the red car. They were chasing the red car and the blue car. Uh, the red car, he flipped and then skidded like 50 feet into a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. Okay, so that, that was shit's cool. going on. That was cool. Um, we get our first argument between Riggs and Murtaugh about whether going on three means... Go on three or three and then go, go. Yeah. which is another one of these just delightful little things yeah. that, that, that runs through the film. And these guys are bickering and arguing. Mm-hmm. Eventually they do, yeah, the other car, blue or red or whatever. Which one flips open and red. trunk opens and That's then red. all the gold kugel, kugel rands. Freddy Kruger rands. They say the word kugel rands so many times. Kruger bitcoins. And I was like, all right, what the fuck is a kugel rand? Why why do do we keep saying that word? It's like a doji coin. Pirates pirates gold. Yeah, it's fucking, it's full of doge coins from what I can tell. Yeah. going on? This this was the uh, late 80s version of cryptocurrency of the kugel rand? I think so. I think so. Apparently, Kugel was a South African president, and he made all of these gold coins. Hmm. So, it's, so, so it's a Kugel rand. Judging I what know. I know about history, he's probably an okay I don't know guy. what the reason for all that was. It's something to do with trading slaves. You need a stack of 10 Kugel rands for a grown man. I don't, I don't know. I've never been involved. That's a good thing. Yeah. I'm not going to play Sun City is what I'm telling you, man. That whole apartheid thing really yeah. turned me off. Baby oil me. and blow ain't going to play Sun City, so yeah. don't even ask us. Not not going to happen. So uh, after this chase is all over, we're on that just delightful Universal Studios suburban backlot or wherever. Oh, yeah. Wherever the fucking Murtaugh house is. Oh, you got to. Showing up in a million fucking movies. You got to. I love the look of it. I love whenever you got like a backlot version of like an entire suburban street yeah. going on. It's it's great. It just yeah. allows you to like do whatever you want and have to worry about like ruining real people's houses and whatnot. Yeah. But it gives it a sort of magical realism. You're like, oh, I can tell this isn't a real place, but I like yeah. it. It's, it's a warm feel. Makes me think about classic Hollywood. Exactly. Murtaugh, we learn, is building a hobby room. He sure is. Above man. his new two car garage. Yeah, he's got ideas, man. Pretty big news. First yeah. movie, he's got a boat out in the driveway. Uh-huh. He's planning on getting a boat out in the water at some oh, point. Yeah. Now he's got a whole hobby room. Yeah. You're telling me this guy is uh, not on the take? He's doing all this on a police salary? I'm, build, I'm building a hobby room. Uh, this is where I'm going to uh, uh, dedicate my life's work to mm-hmm. catching the guy from Saw. I was going to ask. I was gonna, we, we're told several times that he's building this hobby room, but yeah. we're never told what Murtaugh's hobbies are. I don't, it's catching the guy other from than, Saw. Other than having that boat. Yeah. We, we don't Salt establish water fishing. even a hobby, let alone like many hobbies that would necessitate an entire hobby room. It's pretty much so Is this just, just a masturbatorium? Is Probably. Is Murtaugh building a masturbatorium yeah. here above his garage? He takes some nondescript magazines in his hand when he goes up to mm-hmm. look at it, and uh, he claims they're going to backfire on him. Magazines, this, but, uh, you start building, like, second uh, bedrooms above your your garage outside, yep. you end up having your teenage daughter trying to move some sort of, like, scumbag yeah. new, like... 
boy who knocked her up into your outside garage is what goes on. You're just inviting it, I think. Or you're just going to get some kind of Mike Seaver situation where yeah. you can't get him Fucking to leave. Mike Seaver's crashing with Boner yeah. above my garage? Uh, I didn't want this to happen. Uh, no, Boner. I was always so jealous of Mike Seaver having Hello, a bedroom Boner. above the garage outside oh, yeah. of the main house when I was a that kid was watching coolest. that fucking show. Just yeah. like, how do I swing that? Uh, hey, I could get Seaver. my own like mini fridge and like stock it full of sodas and stuff up there. It'd be cool. cool as fuck, That'd man. Be really cool. There's one important thing that we're establishing here. and from, What that is? From what I remember... Don't get me wrong, I didn't run a construction company when I was a child or anything. Yeah, go ahead. Seeing this movie as eight years old. But uh, I remember this as being the first time I was ever made aware of the concept of the nail gun. And I think this movie kind of might have like introduced the nail gun to the world here in this scene. Yeah. Where they're like, what's this thing, this nail gun? And a, a the fat builder guy's like, whoa, whoa, oh. easy with that. Big craftsman tie-in, you know? This is, this is a very important scene. This is Chekhov's nail gun. You know if we're going to spend like two minutes talking about a nail right. gun and what it is, somebody's yeah. going to get fucking nails shot into them with this nail gun at some point in this movie. Lethal Weapon 2 really likes doing that. Setting something up and then paying it off later? Yes, sir. Yeah, they do a lot of it. Yes, sir. Some, some classic setup and payoff screenwriting going mm-hmm. here. Also, I was wondering, is this the first man cave of ever right here oh. just before somebody invented that terrible turn what? man cave but it might have all just came back from murtaugh building this hobby room yeah. right where the idea started i guess like guys stopped getting studies mm, yeah i guess studies were a thing yeah back in the 80s when i was a kid there might be like the coolest dad on the block maybe might have like a basement bar or yeah something. Sure. like a basement bar sure. was fucking big but like a quote-unquote hobby room, a man cave. I had never heard of that in 1989. Plus, the people with basement bars in the 80s weren't really cool hobbyist drinkers as much as they were swingers with no place to go. Oh, that might be true. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's the way that you don't want carpet down there on those basement floors. They had them, you know? Yikes. Uh, Speaking of Roger Murtaugh's hot teenage daughter. Yeah. She's back. She's back in this movie. Ooh. And we've learned that she's landed a commercial baby. role. Yeah, she's baby. got a budding acting career happening. Ooh, tell me more. Well, hilariously, uh, Murtaugh's very excited about it. Yeah. He's very proud of his young girl. Sure he's gonna be in this, And you know he's getting set up for something, man. He's, oh, yeah. These sort of things always blow up in Murtaugh's face, don't they? Oh, oh Riggs, uh, after he hilariously demonstrates that he can get a straight jacket off over his head, mm-hmm. is like, hey, I'm going to tell all the gang at the precinct that your daughter's got a commercial coming out tonight. That's right, yeah. And Murtaugh's all like, I don't trust nothing, don't do that. And he's like, ah, mm-hmm. don't be such a fuddy-duddy. Yeah, uh, also setting up and paying off, very important. Yeah. That straight jacket scene. Popping the shoulder out of place, yeah. Popping it back in place, which was delightfully homaged in that Godzilla vs Kong movie uh, this year. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I watch that. I like that one a lot. Delightful, delightful. King Kong pops his shoulder back into place on that fucking skyscraper. Oh yeah, tremendous Lethal Weapon two yeah, shout out. He sure does. Maybe the the moment of the year for me so far. That was. That was Kong Polar Riggs. Oh, that was good stuff. Yeah, but Riggs gets everybody. That scene, man, like as, watching that as a kid, like you remembered that scene. Oh, for fucking sure. I was popping my shoulder into door jams right? for like the next couple of years after this. Uh, I got trick shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, you don't, kid. You're 10, man. Like, you don't think <laughs> you, you don't do. A, you don't have a trick anything. <laughs> I don't think you do. But yeah, he tells the whole fucking police force to check out this commercial and yep. watch it. Everybody's very excited. 
because hilariously, this is 1989. We're oh, fucking just, man. just getting around to figuring out what condoms are. Oh, She's boy. in a condom commercial. They're talking about her getting filled out and stuff on the commercial. Ramsey's extra. Murta was freaking out. I like that. I was like, is, is is that a real thing, or is that is like an off-brand Trojan, or just like a parody of Trojan? Like, are Ramses really out there? I don't think Can so. Can get a Ramses? I'd like to. Maybe in Cali. I get a box of Ramses. It's a nice little, just like a... Have them about. Yeah, just movie memorabilia. Yeah, just leave them out on like the counter and on your sink in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So, Murtaugh's freaking the fuck out. His little daughter is just like saying, "Like this is natural. It's all part of human development." And yeah, the youngest doing that daughter. Stammering. You, human development. Yeah. Human development. What? Yeah, love it. Classic fucking Danny Glover getting worked up. Oh yeah, great stuff here. There's a young boyfriend around. The one I was worried about moving in the garage. He starts threatening him with a gun after this. He sure does. Good dad threatening to kill some yeah. kid with a gun. Right. So that's classic shit. That's not very responsible police work. Classic '90s dude shit threatening to. Uh, I'm going to shoot you. The contractor hilariously says he wants to go buy some rubbers now. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's just riffing. I needed a little bit more of that guy, I think. He got like maybe like two scenes, the fat, yeah. fat white guy contractor. I think he had he, he had more potential to be riffing with Riggs and Murtaugh, maybe. They were originally trying to figure out a way for him to just be the third, and they just couldn't mm-hmm. make it work. So they're like, ah, we'll just... Do also, this whole witness protection whole thing instead. Building him building the thing up there, I was like, isn't this the same above uh, garage room they use in multiplicity? Mm. Did they just uh, take this set and reuse it for multiplicity? Is this possible that that happened? Because in my head, they were looking exactly the same. No. Uh, the one in multiplicity sits behind the house, back down a driveway. Mm. Okay. A little further Good. back. Good to know. Good to know. A little know. further back. Come on up, Steve. Spitting on bugs. Bad guy hangout is we were establishing next. Mm-hmm. We got a classic bad guy hangout because there's a big saltwater fish tank in it. Ooh. You got scheming bad guys and they're hanging out at a place. You don't have a fucking big saltwater fish tank somewhere in that. You ain't shit. What are you thinking? Sharks are a nice touch. If you can get just like a, some some sharks swimming around in there, yeah. that's, that's, that's taking it to the next level. Or maybe level. like a table maze with rats. Mm-hmm. Or mice. Ew. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've never heard of that. Is there what? a movie that does that? Just a little that idea I came like up really with. a really weird idea. You know, I if I was like a bad guy. Do that. It seems very strange. Yeah. Also, they've put down plastic on the floor because mm-hmm. they're going to shoot and murder the goon who failed to get away from Riggs and Murtaugh and yeah. got all their Kugelrands confiscated by the police. Yeah, he had it coming. Love a beautiful already have plastic down on the ground and then call somebody in to kill yeah. him move. Another excellent action movie trope. That's a guy who knows how to handle his business. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're establishing here. Chuck Denomalos, he knows how to handle his business. Yep. He's cutthroat, but also he's got a grudge now. There's some grudge brewing. Mm. Fucking, he's singled out Murtaugh as the guy who keeps ruining all his shit. He's going to go after the Murtaugh's. Nice. Dun, dun, dun. We got plot coming here. Next scene's all about character, though. This heart-to-heart Trish and uh, Martin Riggs are having yeah. over the morning laundry. Yes, sir. He's talking about his gold pen and his dead wife. and oh, So yeah. just in case you forgot, Martin Riggs has a dead wife. And yeah. it's basically his Batman's parents getting killed. Right. Everything he does is about this dead wife. Yeah. Hello, hello. How are you? Nice weather we are having today. Nice weather? You think we're having nice weather? I guess you didn't lose the only one that meant anything in your life. I guess you don't feel burned out 
by the human misery and despair perpetrated by the criminal vermin that infest every pore of this decaying city, forcing you to guzzle cheap wine and cheaper whiskey to dull the pain that shatters your heart, rips at your soul, keeps your days forever gray. <sighs> what flavor ice you got today? Kiwi cherry. Kiwi cherry. Yuck. Get over it. Yeah, fucking very handsome guy. <laughs> Looking like Mel Gibson. Right. Fucking, you, you got all that like badge bunny shit going on, I'm sure. Sure. You're a fucking scumbag cop. You're out in L.A. There's wannabe young actresses everywhere. Yeah. Tell me this guy's still whimpering, boohooing over some wife who died fucking 10 years ago or something. Yeah. This I don't is, believe you it. You still got charisma and you're not a crazy nazi yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should have been cleaning up. So Trish is like, oh, yeah, that's a sad story about that gold pen and your dead wife and Maybe whatever. Maybe you should get over like, it. This, we're setting something up to pay it off. You got to remember she died in a car accident. Yeah. This is another thing coming back later. Oh, oh, is it? Also, after this, after the talk, you get some, some shots of Riggs and his dog just out on the beach where mm-hmm. he lives in that trailer out on the beach and just classic lonely suicidal cop with the dog stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, too. Yeah. A lot of good stuff there. Hey. Come on, Sam. Shouldn't sit on cold rocks. You can get piles that way. Or something along yeah, those lines. Something like that. There's a line that's something yeah, cold like rocks. that. Cold rocks. I can get piles. Uh, who calls them piles? No, yeah. I'm not even in, get 100% certain what piles are. It just sounds like something an old man says. I'm pretty sure it's just old man talk for hemorrhoids. Yeah, yes, it could be. Definitely in the hemorrhoid family, if not exactly that. So the Murtaugh's, they wake up in the middle of the night, and they're getting kidnapped. Right, yeah. in, the, right in their beds, right mm-hmm. in their bedroom. A bunch of fucking weirdo South African sounding guys. So hard to understand. Them, putting oh, fucking nah. duct tape over their mouths. We say we're going to do the thing with your family, It's like, you tell your people to back off. This is just a warning. Maybe we raped and murdered your children in the other room. Maybe we didn't. Think about that and uh, back off because we got cool rams to trade. We can't be having you cops. Getting in car chases Mm-mm. with our goons and stealing all our Kugelrands. Nah, it's going to get in the way. Shit. You know who else is going to get in the way? Who's that? Leo Getz. No. He's going to get in the way of Riggs and Murtaugh trying to take down this drug ring. But whatever you want, Leo he's, Getz. He's a character in this movie now, the captain tells us. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm taking you guys off the fucking case. What? You got a new assignment. You got to babysit Leo Getz, a guy who's uh, turning state witness. Witness. I hate when captains do shit like That's that. That's right. Fucking Riggs and Murtaugh are like, this is a shit assignment. The captain's Bullshit. Like, this is not a shit assignment. Bullshit. I'm pretty sure it's a shit assignment. It sounds like a shit assignment. It is. So they go to the hotel where Leo Getz is staying. Yeah. And uh, they're like, okay, let's uh, do some classic Riggs and Murtaugh shit. Yeah. But then Leo Getz is like, hey, wait. What happens if you throw a third personality yeah. into this bit of chemistry we got going yeah. here? We get some sort of like a Triforce going. We're throwing shit back and forth. Could we kick things up a notch as far as delightful chemistry and men ribbing each other? What if, Busting balls? What if we added a third guy that they're supposed to be protecting, mm-hmm. but they're actually the world's worst police to, oh, and right. mostly just bully him and, uh-huh. you know, slap him about? And then he says, okay, a bunch. Okay, it's, okay, it's okay, gonna, okay. This is, a, this is a genius idea. I think mm-hmm. it's going to fucking work. So good. As soon as he shows up, this movie kicks into fucking second gear. Uh, somebody's trying to kill him already by hijacking the room service and using the room service cart as an excuse to, like, get in the fucking hotel room. And it works great. Yeah. Just, like, no fucking problem. Just yeah. fucking 
Leo Getz is not worried about dying. These nope. cops who are supposed to be protecting him are not worried about anything. They're not more worried about though. stealing his food yeah. than they are, you know, checking it to see if it might be something coming to kill him. Yeah, they didn't even look at all, really. Mm-hmm. Leo Getz is like, order something for yourself. It's free. Everything yeah. here is free. Yeah. And they tell him, no, it's not. This is getting paid for by the taxpayers. It's the taxpayers' money. Good, good point, I think. Leo gets, he's he's willing to take a free lunch anywhere he can get it. That's right, baby. Murtaugh is a man of principle. He is. Good uh, guy with a big ass heart. You know who's not a good guy? The bad guy who comes to kill fucking Leo Getz. That makes instead sense. Of, instead of pulling out a bottle of ketchup, he pulls out a silenced pistol and tries to shoot him. Oh, God. And Martin Riggs just spears him immediately out a window. <laughs> seven stories <laughs> up. Seven-story building. Why not? So they fall seven stories out a window. Quick thinking. Quick thinking, Martin Riggs. Yep. Which it should be that they're dead now. Uh, granted, it's really bad move, really dumb move. Well, unless you're Omar Little. Mm, unless we got a classic action movie instance of falling out a window and there's a pool underneath us what? and we can survive because we hit the pool. Love shit like this. Good thing that happened that way. Yeah, completely ridiculous. Uh, he, they're still punching each other like when they're covered in the tablecloth of the, yeah. the, 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 the food cart down in the pool. Hilariously, Riggs is punching Leo Getz. Oh, what a he's punching the up. wrong guy. That guy gets away up. while he's beating the witness he was supposed oh, to be yeah. protecting by tackling all three of them out of a seven-story window. Sure does. This is some bad police work. I'm just going to come out and say it. It's not great. No, yeah. It isn't great. Bad guy gets out of the pool and starts running away. Riggs wants to go after him. But hilariously, Leo Getz doesn't know how to swim. And he's like, I can't swim. I can't swim. He got to save me. He gets real scared. That's great. Okay. He's, okay. Not, a, he's not a very tall okay. guy. Okay. He could have drowned in that okay. pool. Okay. No, he definitely could have drowned yeah. in probably the kitty half. Yeah. So Riggs and Murtar are like, this is crazy. We weren't expecting this. No, not at Who all. Wants, why do they want to kill you so bad? Did you see a murder or something? Had to have seen a murder. It's got to be. That's all we know is murder. And he's like, nah, playa. Okay, okay. All I did was launder half a billion dollars in drug money. Half a billion? <laughs> they couldn't believe it. No, they couldn't believe it. Bad guys are fucking pissed. Peter's like got to talk to fucking old Hans from Mighty Ducks. And yeah. He's like, oh, just double checking to see that I'm not standing on plastic. <laughs> he's like, Peter. Peter, when did yeah. you lose the love for the game? He's like, dude, you need to get your shit together. Riggs and Murtaugh are making us look like fools right and left. You used to be one of the best, Peter. I sharpen your skates. Back hanging out at Murtaugh's now that we mm-hmm. can't be in that fucking hotel room anymore. Gotta go somewhere. Which, I mean, not, not a great idea, I, I was thinking. Like, we've got these drug dealers who have a grudge against us. Mm-hmm. They hate us. They warned us. Yeah. Uh, back off, so... The next safe you're, space we're going to is back to Murtaugh's house. You're rebuilding that house because the last bad guy from the last movie right. fucked your house up, man. Like, There's a lesson to be learned somewhere quit here. Quit going to the fucking Murtaugh's. Great stuff here where fucking Riggs and Murtaugh are just old friends at this point. So used yep. to each other. They're just scumbag forking out of the same pile of spaghetti yeah. spaghetti together. Leo Getz is just disgusted by it. Man, puts napkins down in front of him at least. <laughs> exactly. here, there, you go. there you go. Much better. Puts napkins down while explaining to them what money laundering is and uh, how to do it. I'm like, this is... he's fucking... LAPD detectives don't understand what money laundering is? These three, I'm telling you. They're drilling them for info in addition to how to commit crimes, but uh, 
anything right. he might know about these people trying to kill him. And he's like, kind of remember meeting with a guy at a house that was on stilts. Yep. And his name might have been Hans. Uh-huh. As a matter of fact, that was his name. And also, I know the exact address of this place. So let's uh, not draw out the detective work too much in this movie. No. Let's just be like, I know where the bad guys are. Let's go get them. Yeah. Which works. I appreciate. You know why? Because it keeps it moving, Nate. Mm-hmm. We want to see these three hanging out together. Also, you get some more Three Stooges stuff here because Leo Getz is complaining about his busted nose from when Riggs yeah. up. So Briggs gives him the classic, like, Mo Howard pinching his fucking nose. Yeah, I'm going to pick you up nose by tweak. your nose. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Riggs that's, loves the Three Stooges that's more so much. Poor police work. You broke that's that man's nose. One thing you want to know about Martin Riggs is that he's got a dead wife. Yep. There's another thing you need to know about him. He likes the Three Stooges. That's basically it. That's all you need to know. So he's like, and he lives in a trailer. Mm-hmm. So he's like a 400 pound man. And he's got dog hemorrhoids everywhere. Yep. No, he's very in shape. He runs. He no, runs everywhere. Something don't no compute. So this is the first instance of us seeing the house on stilts. It's mm-hmm. literally a house on stilts built onto the side of a cliff. Oh, yeah. Good place for a bunch of drug dealers to do a bunch of drug dealing stuff. For what? fucking sure. But they got a witness, a protected witness. What do they do with him? Oh, he just comes along oh. <laughs> to oh. to the house of the people who are trying oh. to kill him. I mean, that's right. Well, what would you do? What what sort of police work are you doing in this uh, situation? Here? Yeah, yeah. At least make him wait in the car, you know. Like how Riggs uh, tries to be all slick and like disguise himself as a pool boy going onto the property, oh, yeah. but there's no pool. <laughs> the bad guys are saying like, "There's no pool here. We know that you're just Martin Riggs. Yeah, the house is on stilts. Getting a gunfight now." Gun fight. Riggs beats these guys up with his pool equipment, and then he gets thrown off the edge of the balcony, and he's hanging, and then it gives Murtaugh an opportunity to do some Riggs! 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 Hey, Riggs! Riggs! Which is great. There's a fucking bald goon who runs away and hijacks a fucking tow truck. Yep. Stealing a car. Yeah. Riggs is climbing on the top of the cars as they're trying to get away. There's another thing Riggs likes to do. It's hanging off moving vehicles. Yeah. Talked about that in the Hardway episode when uh, James Woods was trying to do some classic Riggs there. Yeah. Like, yeah, he could pull it off for a couple minutes. But Martin Riggs, like, he's going to spend at least 40% of the movie hanging off of a movie vehicle. If it's not, if it's not a Riggs or an Axel Foley, I don't mm-hmm. need to see old man James mm-hmm. Woods doing it, it's, you know? It's tough but fair, I think, your assessment there. Yep. Uh, Riggs almost gets thrown off the truck. The guy knows he's there now. And I'm like... Why do you climb over there and be like, hey, guy. Here I am. Here I am. Why can't he just like sat in the back of the truck and waited for the guy to go wherever he was going? And then he could be like, you're under arrest now that you've stopped the car and gotten out of it. And yeah. also, B, now I know we're like wherever your secondary fucking bad guy lair thing is going to be. They always got one. But I, as we learned when he tackled three people out of a seven-story window a uh-huh. couple scenes ago, Riggs is kind of a hothead, so oh. I don't know. He's Act first, think second. Yeah, he's not going to sit back and let this thing yeah, play out. He's, he can climb all over a car and get in a shootout on top of a car. That's that's what he's going to do. Oh, yeah. Loses his gun while on the Loses car. Loses his gun, but luckily uh, Murtaugh and Leo gets somehow see that and find it <laughs> Like while, while a high-speed chase is happening. It seemed a little unbelievable. But I love that now. I like they tidy it up. Yeah, they tidy it up. They, you don't have to worry about him losing his service. But now Getz and Murtaugh are bickering about Murtaugh's driving now. And it's just like, this is classic chemistry. Fucking between Riggs and Murtaugh, Getz and Murtaugh have it too. You could put these three guys in any combination of two yeah. dudes. And I'm loving it. I'm just loving them playing off of each other. It's working out. Pesci fits in fucking instantly and just 
is part of Lethal Weapons yeah. fabric, which is so annoying going forward, how they try to like, well, now that we've added a character in the second one, we're going to have to add a new character every time there's a Lethal Weapon movie and make them a new part of the gang. I didn't have them start doing some bantering back and forth. I didn't understand how they recast him with Jet Li in that third I one. I know. Yeah, it was weird. Not to be outdone by the one where Rene Russo plays the Leo Getz character. Is that the fourth just, one? didn't work as much. How many are there? Jet Li's are the fourth f- one. Oh. As I was uh, there's four? watching this one, I, I remembered. Oh, I was going to There joke. was some stuff in this one that I thought was in this one. Yeah. That has to be in the third one. Okay. Uh, AKA the entire Murtaugh melting down because he shot a kid subplot, which I really like. Oh. So I was like, that's a lot of good stuff. So that's all still coming up in the third one. So yeah. the third one is really good too. I was questioning it. I was like, is this just a two good movie thing or is there a whole trilogy? Because I remember liking the trilogy when I was a kid, but looking back, yeah. no. But now that I know that like a couple key scenes are in the third one that I thought were in this one, I'm like, no, the third one's badass. Okay. We're going to have to talk about the third one. Now, I, too. I thought it was only... Fourth one is trash. I thought there were only three and that fourth the fourth one trash. is just a joke I made in my no, head. No, the fourth one's the one where Chris Rock comes in. Yeah. It's the one where Jet yeah. I thought that guy. was three. I forgot yeah. there really is a no, three boy, no, and no. that's four. Yeah. I specifically Ugh. bought the DVD case of the first three in a box set when the fourth one was about to come out. Yeah. I was like, I'm never going I'm to acknowledge that fourth yeah. one. I want this three movie box set so I can just pretend like there is no fourth one. That'll do, pig. This fucking car chase ends in one of my favorite fucking little action set piece fucking bits of choreography. Oh my god. Thing fucking ever. (laughs) Okay, so everybody's jamming on their brakes. The car that's on the back of the fucking trailer that the tow truck's pulling goes flying over the fucking top of that thing. Yeah. Uh, slams head on into another car, which then has a surfboard strapped to it. Yeah. That surfboard then goes flying in the opposite direction, goes through Towards the windshield the of the truck. tow truck, and yeah. I think decapitates Correct. the bad guy. That they yes. Were, he gets decapitated by a surfboard here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, he does. They don't show it, but Riggs goes and looks at it, and you can just see a bunch of broken glass and blood, like lots of blood. The oh. entire inside of this cabin has now been painted in this just, man's blood. Just so much blood in that German head. Brutally murdered by a surfboard, so they're not getting any info on of this guy, mm-hmm. I guess. Back to back to the drawing board when it comes to trying to figure out the bad guy's plan. Yeah, they kill a lot. They go back to the stilts house to be like, okay, first time we were here didn't work out so great. Uh, let's, let's see if we can yeah. find somebody to maybe question this time. We'll get... We'll bring some some other cops with us too, responsible yeah, ones. Maybe, maybe just to you know take the edge off a little bit. We don't have so much on our plate, and maybe we won't fly off the handle and decapitate somebody with a maybe. surfboard. Maybe. So everybody's all casual because Hans is like, "Listen, man, I'm a diplomat. This is a diplomat's house. I have diplomatic immunity. Yeah, you can't. I don't do know what shit. you think is going on here, but it doesn't matter what you think because you're just a fucking bunch of beat cops. Why don't you go walk your beats? This is South. African soil. These gentlemen work for the consulate. Yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's great bad guy here, Hans. Loving every all his diplomatic immunity stuff. It's really getting under the skin of Riggs and Murtaugh. Riggs especially. Yeah. Fucking, he hates not being able to just police brutality bad guys. Right. He wants yeah. to police brutality his way into fucking the end of any situation. He loves doing all that stuff that people are pretty upset about mm-hmm. these days. Uh-huh. Including sexually harassing women, because oh. this is where Patsy oh, Kenzie shows up as yeah. the bad guy's secretary or whatever, and yeah. Riggs is like, listen, lady, 
We're going to fuck later. I don't even care if you guys are all Nazis and murderers. You're very fetching looking, and I'm going to force you into spending time with me. Stuff's going to come out about me in like a couple of decades, Mm -hmm. and you and I, I'm going to need a place to lay low. South Africa makes sense to me. (laughs) You and I, we're going to be a thing. You and me, honey. So Hans takes Ken's at home in the next scene, and he's all, like, creepy, dropping her off, like, like I don't know. He's got some, like, creepy uncle energy here, I Ooh, thought, just, like, yeah. hovering around here. I'm like, why is the boss dropping her off at her house afterwards? She she can't get herself home? Uh, she, I don't need car rides from my elderly boss when I'm an attractive young woman. It's fair. But Riggs is, like, following him, I think. I think he yeah. cases the joint because he's like, I'm going to insert myself into this woman's life. Yeah. One way or another. I'm going to stalk her. I'm going to do illegal stalker things, and it's all going to work out for me. He's being real obvious about it, too. And that Rudd guy, that, that uh, Hans, he's all like, ooh, it's that long-haired cop again. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like that guy lingering around. It's, it's what he's thinking, I bet. Yeah. Next scene is the they fuck you at the drive-thru scene. Yep. Which I remember this being one of the iconic scenes of this movie. Leo gets his they fuck you at the drive-thru speech. Yeah. It is basically like a five-minute chunk of a stand-up comedy bit. Who ordered the super combo? Over here. I got a steak sandwich. Who gets Leo? You got a big empty hey, house not- all alone there. I got this little trailer. What am I going to do with it? My place is too small, man. You take them. I had them last night. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fellas. Excuse me, guys. Uh, This is tuna. See, I hate tuna, okay? I refuse to get stuck with tuna now. Come on. Hey, Leo, don't eat the tuna. Oh, where were you? I just said that. I'm not eating this. I'm not eating tuna. Come on, let's go back. We're not going back, so just shut up. Oh, sure. Don't go back. Okay, okay, don't go back. That's it. That's what they want. Let me tell you, can I give you two guys a friendly piece of advice, okay? Don't ever go up to the drive-thru, okay? Always walk up to the counter. You know why? Okay, okay, okay. They fuck you at the drive-thru, okay? They fuck you at the drive-thru. They know you're going to be miles away before you find out you got fucked, okay? They know you're not going to turn around and go back. So they don't care who gets fucked. Oh, Leo gets. Okay, sure. I don't give a fuck. I'm not eating this tuna, okay? Shut up! They fuck you. They fuck you. They fuck you in the drive <laughs> What's insane about this is uh, this, this is taking place at night, this them going through a subway drive-thru, yeah. which I was like, subways have drive-thrus? I've yeah, never I've never seen, seen that. Drive-thru. That must be a California. California! Yeah. <laughs> subways have drive-thrus? Weird place. What do they think of next? The next scene, like, it's just daytime, and Riggs is standing outside of the consulate, like, fucking mm-hmm. flipping the birds. So I was like, that scene, they fuck you at the drive-thru, literally existed only so he could do the fuck you at the drive-thru speech. Like, they weren't going anywhere else. They weren't nope. doing anything. Like, that's one of the easiest just like, yep. well, this is six minutes of the movie that has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Probably we should excise it. But uh, no, I like it. I like that they were just like, I've got an idea that's fucking Joe Pesci bitching about drive throughs I think we should set up an entire day of shooting just so we can get this done. They had to work in that subway plug, man. Oh, yeah. I check clearly. Cashing some subway checks, that's for fucking sure. Although, I don't know how much I want to go to Subway when I'm, I'm learning that I'm going to get the wrong sandwich if I try to go Why through Why do you think they don't have drive throughs anymore? Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. If I'm getting fucked at the Subway, I want to be fucked right on the counter. Yeah, sandwich artist staring me right in the yeah, eye. That's right. Maintain it. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Riggs is playing head games, man. He's smoking cigarettes, looking all cool, being like, I'm going to hang out outside your fucking consulate. What are you going to do about it, man? Uh, next scene, Leo gets is tidying up 
Uh, he's cleaning Riggs's depression trailer. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Once again, it's like they're a married couple already. Oh, yeah. He's two. He's two together. He's got, he dragged all the belongings out onto the porch. Yeah. I like, I like the little bit of character there. The Leo gets is this like grifter scumbag, but also he's very tidy. Yeah. He likes to just tidy up where yeah. he is. He likes things nice. So what? We learn that Murtaugh hasn't answered his phone all day and is gone fucking just missing, which yep. sounds pretty fucking suspicious. Especially, especially when <laughs> bad guys were there earlier. Especially since bad guys broke into his home a night earlier yeah. and duct taped and hogtied him and his wife. Right. You think maybe he wouldn't just be casually like at his house still living his fucking life? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> but he is. And yep. uh, it's a good thing he is, because now we get the classic toilet bomb scene. What? This, this sold this fucking movie here. This, this, that's all they had to do, is show you this yeah. toilet bomb scene as the fucking trailer, and you were right. like, that's a fun situation. Danny Glover's sitting on a fucking toilet, shitting, and if he gets up, his whole house explodes, and Martin Riggs has got to be in there, fishing around down by his dirty butt, it's- trying, to, trying to disarm this bomb. <sighs> It's quite possibly one of the most iconic scenes in the Lethal Weapon series. Oh yeah, one this 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 one specifically. This is the yeah. moment of Lethal Weapon two. You think Lethal Weapon two? You think the toilet bomb? Yeah, it's I, definitely I, top five whole series. I think the shoulder and I think the toilet bomb, but the toilet bomb in particular, like. Also, we've talked about it before, and I really enjoy it. This bomb that's under the toilet, specifically, you could see that it's plastique. Oh, yeah. Late 80s, early 90s. Action movies really established in my young brain that yeah. plastique was the coolest thing in the world. That's right. The shit doesn't just blow up. It fucking blows the fuck up. You don't say C4 anymore. bomb stuff you, you talk about get. plastique. No, you talk about plastique is what you do. You bring that shit back. When was the last time somebody said the word plastique in a fucking movie? Uh, the late 80s or early 90s in an action movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Oh, better times. Uh, I'll have to get Ted on the horn, see what they call it in Navy SEALs. <laughs> see what they're throwing around there. The build of the comedy in this scene is just amazing because Murtaugh is so worried about this getting out and uh, it becoming an embarrassment and Riggs is drawing it out like, oh yeah, sure, sure. We got to make sure this yeah. is swept under the rug. We can't. Everything's fine. Smash cut to, of course, every single cop. On the force being at the house. Yeah. Everybody's having a great time. Murtaugh's dying of embarrassment. Anytime you can get Danny Glover just like fucking stuttering and stammering and embarrassed and Riggs just yeah. fucking needling him, you got you got good times. Good times. Turns out Murtaugh's been on that shitter since the night before. Oh yeah, like eighteen hours on a shitter or yeah. something. I've been there before, but yeah. not because oh. the bomb wasn't under the toilet. Oh. This is what I'm telling you. Mama mia, pizzeria, I got diarrhea. I hear you. But I guess they're just like, the whole bomb squad's there, and they're like, yeah, we're not a very good bomb squad. We don't know how to fucking disarm this bomb. So we're just going to have to blow this bomb up. Uh, Gerald had a can of duster. Mm-hmm. We're just going to hold it upside down That's and right. spray it so it's cold. Uh-huh. I think it's going to give you about three seconds. You just fucking do some duster, and then uh, hopefully that'll give you enough energy to run away from the bomb. You're going to be all right. Just fucking yeah. fall over they into that Riggs tub. give Riggs and Murtaugh a couple of a fucking bomb vests. We established that Murtaugh's legs are fucking dead because he's been sitting on the toilet. So Riggs has to be there with him. He's got to pull him off the toilet. 18 hours on the toilet. That's how you get piles. <laughs> they got to jump in the bathtub and hope the bathtub is tough enough to let them survive a point explosion, enough? which explodes the entire house. I guess it does. Enough? 
they're not even like deaf or anything after uh, being no. in the middle of an explosion that explodes an entire house. It sends the toilet out the front of the house. Hilariously. Through the sky, crash lands. Right on the hood of a squad car. No, on the wagon. Great scene. Oh, it's the wagon. Yeah. Fucking, ugh, the wagon good. takes another hit. It's taking a beating here. The house is taking another beating. The car is taking a beating. The Murtaugh's, they can't have anything nice. No. So yeah, they're alive in a tub and naked on top of each other. And I wrote, that's the second weirdest thing that's happened in that tub next to the weird naked birthday oh, party yeah. that the family yeah. threw him in the first movie. With the washcloth his over his teenage dick. daughter kissed him on the lips while he was naked in the bathtub. Yeah. That's, that's way weirder than these two rolling around in bomb vests. Agreed. But, but, but you're black. Is, is, is my next, my oh, next bullet yeah. point here. Yeah, hell yeah. We're back to the consulate. We're pulling some scams. The embassy. Murtaugh's causing a disturbance in the South African joint so Riggs can sneak in and do some shit. It's fucking excellent, excellent plans here. Yeah, we're, we're using that third now. Leo goes mm-hmm. in. He's mm-hmm. already got rapport with these scumbags. He's like, hey, I gotta help. You gotta help my buddy get to uh, South Africa, but you gotta talk him out of it. That's right. And the awkward guy's like, you're a, you're a black man. You can't go to South Africa. I hear some excellent Lethal Weapon slide guitar noises while Riggs is sneaking around oh, upstairs. Yeah. Like, I, I noticed that the score just really Tons goes into overdrive yeah. in this thing. You even get some weird, like, percussion that's like, kind of sounds Elements. like bells or something. It's kind of like there's like some, some, somebody's playing some bells mm. in the background of this slide guitar. Close here. Attention. It got really intense just yeah. for like a minute out of nowhere. The music just went off the fucking chain. The, the, the lethal weapon music in this lethal weapon is especially lethal weapon y. Yeah. Like the first one, they did it and it was innovative. Yeah. Like, I don't think they really knew what they were doing. Uh-uh. And the second one, they were like, Oh, yeah, we did it. People love that Now shit. we're just going to fucking lean into that shit. Well, because by like 89, everybody was already ripping off the Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. score. Yeah, 100%. So Clapton's like fucking, yeah, I'm going to give my you, beer, man. Yeah, it's going to be. Gonna give you so much weird sax. Sexy sax so and delicious guitar. blues riffs. So we get a big dick standoff here. Fucking bad guys and Riggs in the cool fucking office. Riggs is like, don't you understand? I'm crazy. They're like, don't you understand? We're important and you can't touch us. Right. Riggs shoots the fish tank, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. Any scene you have a big fish tank, somebody's got to shoot that fish tank. There's Mm got to be gravel and fish everywhere. Mm -hmm. Unless you accidentally knock it over because you're hanging upside down and Mm -hmm. can't get yourself down, Mm -hmm. a la Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, so uh, fucking, I think before he shoots it, Hans calls him an N-word lover. Only he doesn't say the N-word. He says, like, some South African word, which clearly, like, was whatever their equivalent of the N-word was. Oh, yeah. It's like, cool. Oh, like a- that's pretty That's pretty rough right there. I don't know if he's a weapon, too. it. I think he says Kepper? Oh, it's something like that. Like, yeah, I was like, Kepler, I was like, whatever that is, that's definitely Africans for yeah. the N word, yeah. and we just fucking did that right here in this Lethal Weapon Two. He didn't even give a shit. Yeah, little does he fucking know. Mel Gibson's the last person in the world you're going to be accusing of something like that. Yeah. But no, he it pisses him off, and he shoots the fish tank, and then there's fucking chaos, and then he even finds a moment to flirt with the hot blonde Patsy Kensit again a little bit yeah. before he leaves. Yeah. Well, he leaves to go stalker at the grocery sure. store. Yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> uh, the next scene, all three of them are laughing together in the car about the awkward guy saying, but you blick. 
And uh, then Leo Getz is like, let's uh, pull over at that deli and I'll buy us all some sandwiches. And yeah. McDonald's like, oh, you buying? You buying? <laughs> like another scene where they're just driving around eating sandwiches that didn't give us any more information than we already had before that scene fucking happened. Uh, I'm not complaining about it, though. Just love a, hanging out with these guys. It's a big part of police work. You spend a lot of time planning it's what you're going to eat. It's about sandwiches, yeah. What are you going to eat for lunch? Sandwiches. What are we doing for lunch? So after, after they ate at the deli, I guess, is when Riggs decided to stalk Patsy Kenzet into the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's basically like a pedophile grooming a small child, it seems like. Yeah. He's just gaslighting her, fucking bullying her, mm-hmm. literally like grabbing her by the arm and threatening to like make a scene unless yeah. she leaves with him. It's good <laughs> stuff. All these tricks know. work. Yeah. A lot of physical bullying, mm-hmm. and she's like, all right, you know what? It worked. All your stuff worked. I'm gonna go fucking have dinner with you at your at your beachside disgusting mansion, disgusting trailer on the oh. beach. Because he tells oh. her he's a gourmet cook and he's gonna she needs to put down all her groceries. He's gonna yeah. cook or something. I was like, Riggs is not a gourmet cook. No, she is not going to be happy no. <laughs> that she put down all of her fresh produce to go eat whatever crap he's got fucking hanging out in that mini fridge. Man, I was just trying to think like what he might have. It's gonna be like cans of dog food. Oof. Guarantee all he has is cans of dog food. Good well, I guess this is another setup and payoff thing because earlier he was making some chili at the Murtaugh's and he's like, oh, I make my famous chili. That's right. And then here he's like, I hope you like chili. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? I do. I'm a blonde woman from South Africa. I eat chili all the time. I like chili. And then he's like, oh, you know, I said I had wine that was also a lie i hope you like drinking beer and I have, eating chili <laughs> i have a beer that we're was, gonna split yeah that's right and she's like awesome i'm into it yeah i was like good lord to be uh, as attractive as mel gibson You're right bully strange women to writes, come into your trailer it writes a lot and of then checks, they're just like man. stoked with for chili and beer it writes a lot of checks so, that hair up there with just that ass asking those a jeans. woman home to watch some duck man in in my book yeah when's your ljs mm-hmm. uh shift over mm-hmm. uh we got a bunch of hits coming out on the cops now this fucking yeah. south african goons have gone to the mattresses they've just decided we're gonna kill the entire la police department right because they keep foiling all of our plots and stealing our kugel rands and i gotta start trading these kugel rands again man we'll show them I start moving these things around yeah so we get a cool, like, Godfather-esque montage scene of cops dying. Is that a Old Dago 2 or Old Dago 1? Uh, the original. Oh, okay. The, yeah, the, 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 the innovator. Okay. Uh, there's one guy hanging upside down like Delta from Wayne's World 2 in his, like, apartment, and they go kill him. Yeah. The curly-haired lady, hilariously. They oh, apparently, she, gets, she gets the best death They blow. apparently put a bomb on the diving board oh, of her in-ground swimming pool. So great. That so senses when great. somebody's trying to dive, and that triggers the explosion. She gets exploded 100 feet in the air Nate, trying to dive into her swimming pool. It's a practical effect. A stunt person jumped Fucking onto an awesome. exploding diving board and then did three flips into a pool. One of the coolest things I've ever oh, seen in my life. They I, show it in like slow motion so you can really see it's a person. If I'm not mistaken, I think they specifically do a riff on that in National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. Yes, because yeah. I think she does the same like yeah. head over feet flip, like just like clear into the mountains yeah, or right, some shit. Right. It's like z- exaggerated. Throw a football clear over those mountains. Oh, man. Sure. 
I could blow a curly-haired cop woman clear over those mountains. Which is 93, state. Meanwhile, while all these people are dying, uh, Riggs is just getting it on with fucking old Blondie here. Yeah. They've gone from eating chili to just fucking slapping skins. Yeah. He's... Riggs is hoping that he's just about done banging her. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. hey, it's the seventh inning stretch. And she's like, Tiger, it's only the fourth inning. Yeah, we get a lot of... Uh, you got some work A to lot do. of baseball metaphors yeah. going on here. And also, you get to see Patsy Kensett's boobs. Yep. Which are very attractive boobs. I like seeing them. Uh-huh. Weirdly, not much of fucking old Mel Gibson here. Like, yeah, I thought perfect opportunity get to get his here. buns in the yeah. fucking movie. A couple shots of boobs. They go back and they show her boobs again a second time. And even still in that scene where he's like, oh, shit, there's a call about people dying or whatever. I got to get up. Still yeah. no fucking buns going on? Uh, this is weird. You do get... Get some buns in this movie. You get Showed s- them in the first one. That's true. You get Sam the dog's cool dog door in the middle of the floor. That's right. You got to establish that. He's got a trap door that he can come in and out of. Sam the dog, he's got quite the life. He does, really. I'll come back for the second one, but I'm not showing my buns again. Write that into the contract. Yeah. That was Gibson, big dick and old Donner. Just big dick and dick Donner. Uh-huh. Leo Getz wants to bang Murtaugh's daughter somewhere around yeah, here. Yeah. He's watching the Rubbers commercial. He also says the line, oh, yeah. she makes me want to buy Rubbers. Murtaugh takes Leo Getz to the new hideout uh, for uh, two minutes, and then they get there sure, right. and realize, like, hey, let's just go back to my place. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of just moving around from location to location. Yeah, for seemingly no reason. Make a whole what lot at least of sense. doing, yeah. yeah. When he gets back to his place, he's like, "Oh, Elba Varden, Elba Varden." Oh, the big plot right. point of this movie is going to be the words Elba Varden. I'm going to say him a million times over and over. Yeah, Elba Varden. What do I mean? So they know something's going on with Elba Varden, who they assume is a woman with these drug dealers. Yeah. But then he remembers Riggs stole that note from the office. Yeah, Murtaugh remembers. Hey, I've got a boating hobby which is why i'm building a hobby room above my garage i'm gonna do all my boating up there apparently i remember being out on my boat and uh seeing there was a boat called the alba varden that's what it's not a woman it's a boat i gotta fucking get to that boat and figure out what's happening there gotta do it but it's too late because the south africans are here oh no and they're doing like a slow-mo karate fight in the living room it's good stuff i like fucking danny glover's old ass getting in a slow-mo karate fight it's fun it's fun to watch they turn. They make sure all the lights are out in the room, so you uh-huh. can you know easily replace him with a stunt double. You, you got to. You, you, just, you can't have this him doing fight, too much. It stumbles all the way into the half finished hobby room. Oh no, not the hobby room where we've established we do have a nail gun yeah. laying around inside of there. So you know somebody's about to get fucking nail gunned. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, he nail guns the shit out of the bad guy. Puts yeah. all sorts of nails in his head, and then like a fucking he's leaning against the wall like oh god. I just almost got killed by that guy. Fucking horror movie shit. A guy starts reaching through the fucking Visqueen. murderer. He's fucking trying to choke him. He nail guns this guy, too. Yeah. It's a good little jump scare right and there. Then, and a second nail gun. And then he hits you with, I nailed those guys. <laughs> yeah, fucking nailed both their asses. Or nailed fucking. both their asses. He's getting, like, go. the good Schwarzenegger quips he in this is. one, kind he of. Is. which. Wasn't really a thing in the first one, I don't think. Like no. him doing puns after killing people. Yeah, not really. It's nice. Give fucking Glover yeah. some puns. I'm into it. How pissed do you think Stallone was watching that? Oh, so fucking I'll pissed. Nobody can write nice lines like that for me. Still, I'm a funny guy. I could, I could say things like I could say. I wanted to use a nail pun. I have great comedic. Probably diamond. wouldn't have had a nail pun as good as that. But you know, I would have got the pretty, word nailed in there somewhere. Pretty, pretty, pretty all right. Here comes another hilo. 
Wait a minute. Riggs and Blondie are still boning. They're in like bone Nate. session four at this point. Nate. Uh-huh. It's two helos. Two helos. Fucking. Two helos. Bearing down on the beach. They're yeah. going to just basically straight up murder Martin Riggs in the most public way possible. Yeah. At this point, they're really stretching what their diplomatic immunity is going to allow them to get away with yeah. while on American soldier yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Boobs again is what I wrote. You can see the boobs again, mm-hmm. but, but the dog's freaking out. Sam, the dog's freaking out and he's like, yo, there's helos coming. Riggs is like, we fucking banging this girl, Sam, yeah. get the fuck out of here. But then it registers and he starts to get that Riggs Fine. spider sense. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go. Too late though. Cause this whole fucking whole ass trailer just turned into Swiss cheese. Like, they're on the ground, they're screaming, there's machine gunning happening all over Everywhere. the place. Every, every inch of this fucking trailer gets a, a, a hole blown in it with a fucking machine gun. Oh, yeah. He's going to have to buy a new TV and everything if he's going <sighs> to want to watch the Three Stooges going forward. Because literally everything affairs. he owns now has several bullets inside so of it. So shot it up. Uh, but yeah, we established that there is the doggy trap door, so they don't die. They no. Do, they do go through the doggy trap door, and then like... I would have just kept hanging out under the trailer, but they make a run for it, and they get in Riggs's truck, and they're, yeah. like, driving away through this, like, winding, narrow path up from the beach, and I'm like, well, they still have machine guns and helicopters. Well, <laughs> probably still just going to shoot shoot the shit out of you. In all fairness. I would, I would have kept uh, ducking and covering. When old girl runs to the truck, mm-hmm. that's when uh, Riggs takes it upon himself to kill everybody in that first helicopter yeah. that made the mistake of landing. Uh-huh. And so now there's just one now helicopter. Now there's just one helicopter. Yeah. And luckily for Riggs, he's able to shoot it down with a handgun. <laughs> While driving. <laughs> While driving a truck. Yeah, right. They're shooting at him with fucking machine guns. He pulls out his fucking... Service piece Beretta. His police-issued fucking pistol. Uh-huh. Shoots at the helicopter and, uh, yeah, takes it down. Yeah. And everyone dies. That's easy. He's got a Beretta, which I'm Fucking pretty outrageous. certain is a nine millimeter. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd yeah. say so. They, they have some. That's not a lot of stopping back power. and forth about that in the first movie because yeah. he's like, "Oh, you still have a six shooter." A lot of the old guys carry that. Oh, that's in and this one because Leo's one. grabbing for their guns. No, but it's a callback to the oh, first that's right. one. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's making fun of the six shooter, and yeah. I think Murtaugh's making fun of him, like having fucking nine millimeters, like blah blah blah. Yeah, a lot of old guy, young guy stuff going on. Oh, you gotta. So uh, they survive, and then, man, I've been talking about people's motivations and their plans, and uh, yeah, he just drives her back to her apartment, mm-hmm. and then is like, okay, uh, it was a fun night. We just almost got murdered by attack choppers and machine guns. Never mind the police. Probably keep your door locked. It's a good strategy. I, if more helicopters show up, you're going to want to have that door to your apartment locked, or... Things could uh, maybe oh, turn out bad for you. Absolutely. Took her back to her apartment? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is he thinking? He's not, Nate. He is. He's really not. He's maybe the worst policeman. <laughs> maybe yeah. the worst policeman. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <sighs> Go inside and lock all the doors, he tells her. It doesn't even matter because she doesn't get inside. The bad guys are already there because they're like, well, there's only one place we could think of they might go. Clearly, they wouldn't be stupid enough to do that. But since it's our only option, I guess we'll just hang out there and wait to see if it happens. Oh, oh, no, they're here. Oh, oh, that's his truck. They showed up. That's his truck. I think that's his truck. Everybody play cool. How fortuitous is this? Everybody just be quiet. Just be quiet. This movie's ending early. We're just going to kill Martin Riggs. This is going to be great. 
we're badasses. So yeah, uh, fucking. They then get we the learn. Drop, yeah. They get the drop on him. They put him, Matt, in a boa, in a in a straitjacket. <gasps> they restrain him by putting him in a straitjacket on the boa, which seems like it would be you know curtains for Martin Riggs. <sighs> Unless I don't think he does, can he get have out of some that. sort of secret trick where he can get Son out of the straitjacket. Bitch, that we've I already forgot established all in this about movie? it. Hell yeah! Oh, this is pertinent to driving the story forward. Works out great this for worked, Martin Riggs, yeah. but not so great for Patsy Kensington because we learned that she's already been murdered and dumped in the ocean. Yeah, her, so, her shoulders so are she's fine. Dead. Yeah. yeah, her shoulders are fine, but there's bullet holes in her brain, so uh, she won't yeah. be coming back into the movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, okay. they throw Riggs off the fucking boat into the fucking ocean uh, after the big speech. Yeah, after the big speech, where Peter's like, "Remember how your wife died in a car accident? Something to do with your gold pen, and you yeah. were so sad about it." Uh, also, I'm the one who killed your wife. Yeah. Because I was mad that you were busting all our fucking drug, drug dealers. Four years ago. So I ago. was having you fucking tailed and sabotaged. Yeah. Turns out I tried to kill you, accidentally killed your wife. It was me, Peter, the tall henchman. Either way, I had fun. Which I don't know that I really needed having that tied little shoe back horn. into... Little shoehorn. Little shoehorn. But then when I think about it, that really is the only bit of story... <laughs> surrounding the bad guys if they didn't have that in it'd just be literally like these bad guys have no story it's literally just bad guys and we fight them three or four times I'm okay there needed with that to be too, some though. kind of story i guess but also i was okay with that and yeah it feels a little stretching belief to be like yeah. oh yeah, yeah this has been a thing going all the way back years ago and we knew who you were even back then. And well, and like, plus, you didn't really do shit with his wife in the first story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you decide, like, this is the one where we're going to tell a little bit of her story, you couldn't have come up with a better plan of, like, revenge and stuff than, like, yeah. uh, happenstance, I just happened to be that guy four years ago. So now it'll be very satisfying when you kill me. Right. It felt like comic book bullshit where it they did. were, like, going back and rewriting people's origins and stuff. Yeah. I wasn't crazy about it, nah. but I was crazy about Riggs dislocating his uh, shoulder at the bottom of the ocean and then getting out of that straitjacket and swimming up and then killing the two guys who threw him in the ocean and then right. popping his shoulder back into place. I'm into that car, yeah. While doing a whole bunch of Rambo yelling. Oh, the yeah. Thing. He From does... the point where he sees Patsy Kensit's dead body to the point where he does that fucking shoulder pop back in. He does great yelling. A here. lot of great Rambo yelling going on here. Some of the best. She's dead, Roger. She's dead. They killed her, Roger. They killed them both. You don't understand. They killed them both. Oh, God. I'm not a cop tonight, Roger. It's personal. Now it's personal. Riggs is disassociated. He's calling Murtaugh, and he's just rambling, just saying sentence fragments. Murtaugh doesn't know what's happening, but he could tell that shit's going down. I like that in a sign. You don't understand. They killed them both. Yeah. They killed them both. He says that Murtaugh knows enough. Murtaugh knows he's got to help out his partner, Mm -hmm. Riggs. But before he does, he takes his badge off and slides it in the drawer of his desk because he's like, guess what, yeah, buddy? I like that I'm moment. not a cop tonight either then. It reminded me of the end of... Uh, I'm going to get you, sucker. No, fucking Vietnam vet movie we watched where the guy has a hook hand and he kills everybody. Oh, yeah, Rolling Thunder. Rolling yeah. Thunder, where he, he goes he to, Tommy to Tommy Lee Jones, Lee Jones to like say, like, uh, I found the people who killed yeah. him. Tommy Lee Jones just goes... I'll go get my gear. Yeah. And you're just like, boom, it's fucking on. Just from him saying that. Just matter of fact, I'll go get my gear. Murtaugh fucking putting his badge away. I was just like, it's fucking on, motherfucker. So he shows up back at the stilt house. We learn that, uh, oh, yeah, 
I forgot we were supposed to be protecting Leo Getz. That was Ooh, that was our shit. our main assignment right now. Because yeah, Leo Getz has been snatched at some point by the bad guys, and now they've got a ch- him taped to a chair, and they're beating the living shit out of him. Yeah, they're really giving it to him. But it doesn't matter because Riggs and Murtaugh are there, and they're ready to save him anyways. And we learn at this point, I guess, that Riggs's I think version of Rambo putting on the red headband. Is him wearing a black baseball cap? Yeah, because he's just wearing a black baseball cap for the first time for no reason, <laughs> and like he's all weird because he's got it. <laughs> he's, he's all weird and serious. Yeah, and Merton's like, oh shit, he put his black baseball cap on. I've uh, never seen this happen I before. Hate, I hate when he wears that, maybe that baseball <laughs> hat. So he's like, Murtaugh, you go around front, mm-hmm. wait for my signal. Yeah. What's the signal going to be? Yeah, you'll know it, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to attach a chain to the stilts this house is on. Just one. And just one chain to the fucking... One chain, one stilt. <laughs> I'm going for it. The bumper of my, my truck. Oh, yeah, Duro Wheel. <laughs> Duro Wheel. He did have Duro Wheel. He's, you know, he's got this thing tied uh, around the axle, because we're going to be doing some serious torquing right here. Oh, you got to. He uh, pulls down an entire house with his... his his truck. Yeah. And it happens. Mm-hmm. And you, you watch it happen. And yeah. at, at no point is it remotely believable or even understandable what you're seeing while you're uh-huh. watching it happen. But you do watch the whole thing happen because they do pull down an entire house uh-huh. and destroy it for this fucking movie. Yeah. And I guess while the house is being pulled down and everybody's falling to their deaths, Murtaugh like sneaks in and gets Leo Getz out of that chair and then they yeah. sneak back out. Because the house starts exploding as well as it's being pulled down. Also the important the bad guys get out as well. The important bad guys and Leo and Murtaugh, but everyone else dies in explosions yes. and uh, having entire walls yeah. fall on them and whatnot. Because a, a, a house rolls down the, right. the, the cliffside. But Riggs is doing some great Rambo yelling we're getting some great tire squealing. It's just a huge, insane fucking thing that yeah. happened. Yeah. You, you don't kill fucking Martin Riggs' wife and expect him not to pull your house down. No. And, and what does he do? Just to celebrate, he gets right out of the truck and sits down on the hood and has a smoke. Yeah, that's right. And Leo and Murtaugh come, and Leo is all thankful for being saved, so he's trying to hug everybody, yeah. and they're all like, oh, we're gruff cops in the middle of serious revenge stuff. I don't want to get hugged by you. But they still and we're just them. back into it. We're just back into that chemistry. One scene of Riggs it. going crazy and murdering dozens of people, and then, then we can get right back into the riffing. It's like that time we saw... I really had a lot of fun, Leo gets said. Really yeah, I love that line. That line fucking I, got me. I really had a lot of fun. I cracked up. That, that scene is the equivalent to that night we were at one of the old drinking holes and we saw Mr. Lertz kick another human being's head in. Oh, yeah, and then that's right. Dave was like, does that mean Lurtz isn't going to be fun anymore? And without skipping a beat, he shows up at our table like 10 seconds later with like a Dr. Evil impersonation. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. And it was just like. It was, it was a Dr. Evil or yeah. it was a SNL Farley bit or something. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was, was something classic. It was like, There's your, there you go. And we're back. Uh, the magic's back. And we know what else is back. The Alba Varden. Because we've learned that. Ooh, Alba Varden. Alba Varden is arriving at the docks today. We got, got the, the guy Riggs. The Alba Varden is not a woman. It's a boat. Uh, uh, uh. Riggs is a boat. The Alba Varden. It sure is. So uh, they go to figure out what's going on with the Alba Varden. There's a shipping container about to be loaded onto it. Mm-hmm. So like, let's get in this shipping container and see what's on, uh, going on in this thing. 
Turns out there's like a car in there, like mm-hmm. a Mercedes or something fancy, and just gigantic pallets of bricks of $1,000 bills yep. bundled together, which seemed a little excessive to me. <sighs> yeah. Reeves, they're all $1,000 bills. And I was like, are you telling me there's like $5 billion in that shipping container? Yeah. There's a lot of $1,000 bills they had wrapped up together. Yeah, there's just... There's not a lot of those in circulation. That's got to be all of them. Exactly. Like, what What did they print all these $1,000 bills right. for? You Wait, get an honest moment here, Wait, we just this. I could put all two yeah. of my kids through college. I like that Murtaugh says that and that Riggs is like, you should take do it. it. Fucking take the money, man. Put yeah. your kids through college. Fucking really like do some scene. good with all this evil. But he won't take it because it's drug money. Yeah. He's not going to put his kids through college with <clears> drug money. He's Roger Murtaugh. He's an honest man. He's got a code. It's his code. He does. He kind of lives by a code. Code of silence? Uh, no, it's definitely, it's, it's a lot of code of screaming, Riggs! Yeah, Riggs! Yeah. Not silence it's not silent at all. No, it's yeah. the opposite of silence. Okay. Yeah. So as they're in the container, the container starts moving. They start putting it on the boat. Fucking Chuck Denomalos and Peter show up, all the important bad guys. Yeah. And they're like, well, that's all of our many billions of dollars we're sending back to South Africa. Well, they find, they know that the, that Riggs and Murtaugh are in there. Oh, okay. Because they're aware of this? Old Hans is like, uh, just lock it and put them on the boat. Next time anybody sees them, they'll be in Cape Town. So he... Was not expecting, though, them to send the car that was in that exploding out of the door. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Because that's what they do. That's their next move, Matt. Yeah. They send the car suddenly exploding out of the door. Yeah. Well, it caught fire when it hit those pallets of money. I I get that maybe they started it up because the keys were in it. And then, like, maybe they took a brick of money and, like... Pressed the gas down and were able to... But did they also push the explode button when they did that? Maltov cocktail. Because this thing, yeah, this thing just comes crashing through the fucking door, explodes instantly. Fuck if it don't look cool. And then you've just got an exploding car and billions of dollars in $1,000 bills raining into the ocean and catching on fire. And that's how you fucking twist the knife to a couple of bad guys. Just yes, sir. Blow up all their money. They hate that shit. No, they hate that shit. Hans hates it. He's like, they blew up all our fucking money. Let's fucking kill them. They took yeah. my Kugel Rands. They burned all my $1,000 bills. Go kill these motherfuckers. Nothing left. Let's just kill them. Then they've got machine guns and they're rappelling out of the uh, yeah. c- shipping container with like mountain climber gear. And uh-huh. I'm like... Did they bring those machine guns and the mountain climber gear with them, machine or did that guns. stuff just happen to be in the pallet as well? When they first get to the to the dock, there's three guys outside of the container. Murtaugh's like, you take the one on the left, I'll take the two on the right. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, maybe uh, you yeah. take the two, I'll okay. take the one. And so they got their machine guns. Okay, got yeah. it. But the mountain climber because gear. Because, that, that like the around. whole movie... Uh, Riggs keeps pointing out their machine guns, mm-hmm. being like, where are you getting these machine well, guns? That's because he's special forces, man. Yeah, special forces tattoo. <laughs> Anybody would know about machine guns, it's fucking special forces, man. Which he still has yeah, in this movie. Absolutely. He noticed he's it. not yeah. getting oh, that yeah. tattoo removed. No, 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 no. It's not happening. Yeah. So they rappel down like mountain climbers, and then they're in a big shootout. Uh, Riggs is doing a lot of his classic rolling on the ground while shooting. I was, you gotta get I was going to bring it up. I'm glad you, you noticed. You got to get that into yes, the fucking Yes, sir. Movie. What a move. You can't shoot somebody when they're rolling around Do on the barrel ground. barrel roll. It's important. Try spinning. That's a good trick. We boil down to a couple of big fights here. Riggs is going to take on Peter one-on-one. Yeah. We fucking need the big Riggs fighting somebody at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have Gary Busey in this one, so mm-hmm. you're going to have to hobble Riggs in a little bit to make it believable. Yeah. So this guy just like 
throws a buck knife into the back of Riggs' thigh. So yep. it's like, oh no, now Riggs has to fight with one leg. Yeah. How's he going to do it? This guy's got the reach. He's, he's throwing a lot of like kicks. Yeah. Fucking he's got a, a real lot of jabs. Dancey yeah. stance. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's kind of an interesting fight, but this guy's, he's no Martin Riggs. So no. Riggs just takes the knife out of his own leg and then guts, guts him with it. Yep. <laughs> he guts the man with the knife. Yeah. Uh, Peter's still alive, though. You get that like last scene of Die Hard freak out where you're like yeah. walking away and you're like, oh no, the bad guy's still alive. He's got a gun. What does old Riggs do? Well, he walks over to just a button that's hanging from I don't know where and pushes it. Yeah, and right. then that button releases the shipping container, which was above <sighs> fucking. He does it all casual, too. He doesn't sure even does. look back over his no, shoulder. Why would it's just you? like a. I, I know what's happening here. Completely smashes the motherfucker by having the giant shipping crate. And I was just like. Good thing Riggs knew uh, right where that button was and then also what that button did. Hell yeah, he did. What if he had pushed that button and uh, nothing? some steam came out of a pipe somewhere? Like, it's all it did. It's like, oh no. I really, really thought that was going to do something better. I didn't now I'm getting through. shot in the back by Peter. <laughs> but it works out for him because Peter's fucking smashed. So yeah. now we've got Hans has got to take on Murtaugh, I think. Fucking, uh, they're kind of in a little... Sh- Oh, no. Uh, no, no. Hans, Hans just shows is, up and starts shooting willy-nilly. He just he shoots the shit out of Riggs. Yeah, Murtaugh shows up, and he's like, oh, Riggs, I see you. Oh, God, we're getting shot by Hans. Yeah. Riggs takes some fucking shots. Murtaugh fucking ducks and covers, though. So it's going to be him versus Hans, because fucking Riggs might be dead. I don't know. Riggs could be dead, as far as I know. Yeah. Murtaugh's still a good distance away, mm. and he's like... I. I got to do something here. Yeah, but this guy this, isn't a rolling spray. This guy is a six shooter at right. the range. Fucking this guy. This guy can take you down from yeah. a distance. Roger Murtaugh. Hans's, you know, undoing was his pride. Because after he plugs mm-hmm. Riggs a couple mm-hmm. times, he stops so pulls he can his, yell. Pulls out his credentials. Diplomatic immunity. Diplomatic immunity. And then, Such uh, a great fucking delivery of that. Uh, just great scummy bad guy shit. And then fucking Murtaugh. a great delivery. <sighs> puts a hot one right in his head. Right between his eyes. It's just been revoked. Ooh. Fucking that's a Schwarzenegger level fucking quip yeah. right there. Like you can fucking, even hear him saying like revoked. Danny Glover revoked. is fucking, he's getting it. And that's why you're like, I think we can try him. Yeah. As the action star of a Predator 2. Correct. He's fucking quipping. He's blowing people's fucking heads off. It's not I believe a, it. I it's believe not a big it. deal we couldn't get Arnold back. We got the next yeah. best thing. Danny Glover is the new Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've been saying it for years. Same presence in terms of size. So best delivery of two lines back to back I've ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. They should have both won supporting actor That's fair. that year at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Just let them split it. Yeah. Fuck. Then he, it dawns on him. They're like, oh God, is my friend Martin Riggs dead? As knocking on heaven's door, just Hell casually, yeah. just slowly starts coming in under the soundtrack. Masterful. Just masterful. Him yeah. cradling his friend in his arms, his dead, dying, dying friend, friend, knocking on heaven's door, just slow fades Mama in. Put my guns in the ground. This is how you end a fucking movie, man. Fuck yeah. You're not dead till I tell you, Riggs. You got that, Riggs. Yeah. You're not dead till I tell you, Riggs. I've, I got tears in my eyes at this point because all this is going on. Hell yeah. This is, this is a big fucking moment. I'm on the edge of my fucking seat here. Yeah. So it turns out Riggs isn't dead. He's oh. like, oh, no, yeah, I got shot a couple of times, but I'm mostly fine. So then they start laughing about a bunch of shit. Yeah. He's like, what happened to all the bad guys? And then Murtaugh tells him, they've been decaffeinated. 
And then they just are laughing hysterically. Really hard. I'm like, what does that mean? Decaffeinated. It's sort of like decapitated, but it's decap. But they weren't decapitated. That's not how anyone died. So it's not like a direct play on words quip or. I guess there's. But they think it's so funny that I also kind of think it's funny. I just want to be involved, and I'm like, hell yeah, guys, decaffeinated. We're loving it. We're having a great time here. The chuckle buddies wait for an ambulance. And then uh, all the cops show up, and we sort of just pulling up on a nice crane shot above yep. the guys. We see them laughing, and there's money blowing around oh, everywhere, yeah. and all the bad guys are dead. And then some like sort of just weird, jaunty, happy song plays over the end credits. And I was like, this was a weird choice for the Lethal Weapon 2 end credits. But, mm-hmm. you know, I guess this guy got a payday. Yeah. Whoever, whoever this fucking was. Who am I to say? And uh, there you have it. Further adventures of Riggs and Murtaugh, buddy cops hanging out together. A couple of good guys. Lethal Weapon 2. We're going to take a break. We're going to see what's coming up next month. We got a new month coming up. Mm. And then when we come back, Lethal Weapon 2 will enter Judgment Day. In his first adventure, he stole the treasure of three kings and crushed the empire of an evil sorcerer. But his biggest triumph was at the box office. Now, Arnold Schwarzenegger is back as Conan, the Destroyer, to join forces with a wizard, a warrior, a runaway, and a renegade. Pursued by the armies of hostile kingdoms, they must stop a queen who will rule the world or destroy it. A band of outcasts in a battle to free the earth. Grace Jones, Wilk Chamberlain, Mako, Sarah Douglas, and Arnold Schwarzenegger as Conan, the Destroyer. The all-new adventures of the most powerful legend of them all. Everybody is thrilled by it. Everybody talks about it. Everybody loves it. Because it will always be fun. Indiana Jones is back in Raiders of the Lost Ark. The return of the great adventure. Trust me. Raiders of the Lost Ark. We're back, motherfuckers. Uh, I don't know. Wow. What's up? I call everybody motherfuckers. Oh. There's a little, little extra, don't you think? We're back. Back a good time here. We're back, Mother Scratchers. Talking about action movies. Fucking Mother Scratchers is fun. Yeah, it sounds like that's some classic lethal weapon. Fucking dudes ribbing dudes shit right there. Yeah, mixing it up. Fucking busting balls. Having a good time. These kids. These kids today. They're afraid of busting balls. Mm -hmm. You know, crying about everything. Everyone wants to get me too. Fucking, this is ridiculous. Can't do some classic ball busting anymore. You got to worry about somebody putting you on blast on the yeah. internet. 
getting your fucking El Camino I, repossessed by the man. The reason I'm as job? cool as I am is because of how many balls I busted on the way up the mm-hmm. ladder, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Just, That's how you get there. That's how you let people know that you respect them and they need to respect you. We're yeah. not pulling any punches is what I like to tell people a lot. That's, hey, yeah. we're not pulling any punches no. here is a, is a cool thing to let people yeah. know. Real. In any situation. Really. Brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Brutally honest yeah, advice. You 100%. Know? I'm yeah. not going to fuck with you, man. Yeah, no. Brutally honest. Maybe I'm an asshole. I'm just the only yeah. person who will say it, you know? Yeah. I'm the only person with the courage to say it. A-I-T-A? Is that the thing? Am, um, A-I? Yeah, am I the asshole? Is oh. That, people abbreviate it. I think oh, it's okay. a hashtag it's a, now. It's a new A-I-T-A. thing. A-I-T-A. And it's like a picture of you like spraying things down with gasoline and lighting them on fire. Like, whoops. That's what it should be. But it's really self-righteous jack-offs on Reddit. Just be like... Oh, hey, no. this happened, and then this is how I reacted, and they got all shitty. Am I the asshole? And it's like, yes. 100%. If you have to ask, Every yes. Every time, yes. Yes. No one's ever asked that and had it been no. I yeah. guarantee it. Fucking losers. The other party might have been assholes, too. There's a lot of assholes out there is something that I've learned. Dennis, Dennis Leary taught us well. It's the whole young people playing obnoxious rap or old Ooh. men saying racist stuff <laughs> dichotomy of trying to go out and have a drink in the world. Whatever happened to having a good time? We're going to have a good time here oh. as we uh, move this into Judgment out. Day, where, is, where we go out to the internet to see what you, the people, had to say about the film that we watched. Uh, mm-hmm. Casey Nelson, uh, the, oh. the, the, the daytime bartender at the yeah. dive bar, has been saying a lot that we should add into this uh, things. We should read some some viewer some viewer mail. Yeah, some he was telling mail me that. Going on. Yeah. He's got all these ideas. I told him, Casey, you can't read any listener mail when you don't get any mail. Yeah. It's, it's not a thing that's going to happen. It's true. So, you know, hit us up at feedback at babyoilandblow.com. Give us some of your thoughts. Maybe we'll read them out here. And then yeah. Casey Nelson will get off my fucking back about reading fucking listener mail. You know also, tell us we're idiots. I'll, I'll read next oh, week yeah. about how dumb we are and how we should have had. We, we should have been a higher score. Like, we'll, we'll, re- we'll yeah. revisit or shit. Or that we should just quit podcasting. Say no it. No one wants to listen to Please, it. Please, for the love of God, somebody just that. say it. We need to hear that. Pussies. I got a couple of one Ninja Star reviews. I got a couple of five Ninja Star reviews. We'll read them here. We'll, we'll take them in. We'll digest them. We'll see how we feel at the end oh, of the Oh, no, digestion. Oh, this first one Ninja Star review is from an IMDb user named Graham Alexander Phillips. He's a I know Alexander very Phillips, good man. but Graham, not a word I've yeah. ever heard. Either way, he says, This film has little in the way of artistic merits. Oh! But even if it had something in the way of artistic merit, it would be difficult to like this film. It is a traditional film produced by the very smug and self-assured Hollywood left and the liberal oh, elite no. portraying white South Africans in favor of the retention of apartheid in a one-sided negative light. This what? film is sadly huh? just another testament to how Hollywood is full of itself and views itself as being ahead of the curve. When it was conceived, what? it was not yet known that apartheid was going to fall. Although Peter Botha's government had made some extremely limited reforms. What? What? However, 
Given Mark de Klerk's election in 1989, the year of the film's release, it suddenly lost its raison d'etre. It has some historical accuracy in that sanctions-busting activity took place during the apartheid regime, but drug smuggling was not among the activities widely practiced, and the portrayal of South Africa as a gangster state is inaccurate. One ninja star from Graham Alexander Phillips, who thinks that, you know, apartheid's an okay thing, but how dare you try to say that South Africans would... Sell drugs. Apartheid. He, beyond the pale. Apartheid. He was the uh, head of these space marines. I loved that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classic fucking yeah. dude role. All right. Space marines, stay frosty. I don't, know. I don't know if that guy is from South Africa and a racist or just a racist who's like trying to think of anything to get mad about so he can be a super racist. He might have been at the bowling alley with me. Maybe those know. white folks weren't wrong. Yeah. Just because they're white and... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We don't need to get into this. Yeah. Oh, you, you get it. One more one ninja star review. Oh, this looks like a long one. Oh. This is from a letterboxed user named Brad Simculet. Simculet. He says Look at the big review on Brad. Oh wow. Looks like more of the same here. Watching Mel Gibson mock a pack of South Africans with epithets such as Aryan or to crack jokes about them being Nazis is, well, a little off putting. Huh. Watching Danny Glover groan about old age, behave like an idiotic Republican, drop stupid Schwarzenegger-like one-liners, and laugh his hearty chortle at the shenanigans around him is a sad reminder of how good he can actually be when given the chance. Color purple, anyone? That's one of my least favorite things that people on the internet do when they just say a word and then comma anyone anyone question. Ugh, fucking nails on a chalkboard. Watching Joe Pesci wander around like a snippy little puppy kissing the ass of a pair of moronic L.A. cops yeah. is a bit depressing. He deserves hmm. more. Watching Patsy Kensett roll around half-naked in bed with Mel Gibson being asked to do nothing more than become a cipher for Riggs's dead wife yeah. and an excuse for Gibson slash Riggs to go on a vengeful rampage mm-hmm. was downright painful. She definitely deserves more. Thought she did good. Watching Murtaugh and Riggs throw aside international law at a whim with no repercussions. Watching them shoot up half of L.A. Watching them do all this other after setting aside their badges. Wouldn't want to implicate their beloved police force in their shitty behavior. Watching them do all this while we are still asked to believe they are our heroes because awesome progressive guys that they are. They are fighting the big bad racists of the late 80s, the apartheid state of South Africa. Yeah. It was impossible not to think of Iron Man and Tony Stark. Another franchise Shane Black has put his disgusting action spin onto. This got weird. And the way the red and gold Avenger rationalizes this shit behavior because he is always fighting people that are worse than him. Oh, boy. It was impossible watching all this to avoid thinking how fucked up and flawed America and its conception of its heroes really is. I loved this film when I was 18. How did I ever escape the shit that society raised me to be? It is astounding. And shit like this remains the problem. It's still being made today. No wonder men in our society are so fucked up. This film, ugh. One ninja star from Letterboxd Yikes. And total fucking cuck. Brad Simkulitz. Brad. Take a hype, Brad. More like Chad. Anything you have to say. Oh, boy. 
Uh, it sounds like we could have hung out with him when he was 18 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, maybe he was cool when he was 18. Now mm. he's fucking lame Fucking loser. Okay, I uh, got a couple five Ninja Star reviews here as a bit of a palate cleanser after Thank all you. that heady political you. stuff we just had to get through. Yeah, so I hate the politics. It's from a letterboxed user named, is this one gone? All one word. Is this one gone? Okay. He says, this one makes number one look like dog shit. That's cool. Five Ninja Stars. All right. From letterboxed user, is this one gone? That's, I mean, like that's his opinion. Big time. And, and a Lethal Weapon 2. Lethal Weapon 1 looks like dog shit. I guess. Wow. wow. If you feel the way he does about this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, short and to the point, because we got another long one here. I think maybe Uh-oh. you can predict where, where, which direction this might be going in here. Man. We've got a... Going straight to Slovenia. Four and a half oh. Ninja Star review from Ivo Cobra 8, the official oh. baby of Critic, where it's confusing because he specifically says four and a half in the body of the review, yeah. but then also he gives it a 10 out of 10 right. when you're just plugging in on AMDB. Yeah. I think he just does that to every movie because it's a way to like game the system and get like your super get positive review yeah. put to the top because as we've learned, he's all about that visibility. Oh, man. hell yeah. He's, it's a brand. So I'll believe it's the, brand, the really. body of his review. Yeah. He's nine out of 10 f- translates to 4.5 Ninja Stars here. Disclaimer, mm-hmm. if you are a viewer that mainly prefers art house type movies, oh. then you might as well ignore this review. You might as well suck my dick. In addition, if you're not able to take the second sequel of a buddy cop action movie in the Lethal Weapon series, ignore this review as well. We'll both be better off. Yeah. He doesn't really mean that. He doesn't want you to ignore the review. He wants you to go read his review. Yeah, he's just baiting Brad into reading it. Lethal Weapon 2 is one of the greatest action films of all time. Wow. Mel Gibson's performance as Sergeant Martin Riggs is fantastic as well. It is. This is a great must-see movie. Okay. Martin Riggs becomes a badass in this movie when his woman is killed. Ooh. And also the movie gives more backstory on how Riggs' wife died from the first movie. I love this sequel, but I have always enjoyed Lethal Weapon 3 much more than I did have enjoyed this one. But still a good, awesome flick. I, in a lot of opinions, it is better than 3 and 4. It is my third favorite sequel in Lethal Weapon trilogy, and I have enjoyed Lethal Weapon 3 much more than I did 2. I love this sequel the same that I love 1 and 3, but 2 is one grade lower for me than 1 and 3. Wait, he said this is his... I don't know. He said a, he said a lot of he stuff. He said it's his third favorite of the sequels, which means this is his least favorite Lethal Weapon movie. He likes them in this order. 3, mm-hmm. then 4, mm-hmm. then 2. In the year of the Batman... Lethal Weapon 2 brought back Riggs and Murtaugh for the summer of 89. Hell yeah, dog. Man, what a jam-packed summer that was. Yeah, it was. Lethal Weapon 2 lost its darker tone, but amped up the action elements and tossed in Joe Pesci, who was lost in cinema oblivion until his turn in this movie. That's right. Plus my cousin Vinny and eventually Home Alone and Goodfellas. His performance as Leo Getz introduces the comic relief that would go on through the next two movies. Mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon 2 offers up a fun ride with old friends and deeps the trust we have with Mel and Danny. 
They truly make a great cinematic team. They sure do. Lethal Weapon 2 is the second installment in the Lethal Weapon film franchise. It's a fact. It'd be weird if it wasn't. Mel Gibson and Danny Glover returns as detectives Martin Riggs and Roger Murtaugh, who find themselves assigned to protect an accountant whose testimony involves a large money laundering conspiracy that involves South African diplomats during the time of apartheid. Okay. Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Patsy Kensett, Joss Acklin, Jeanette Goldstein, Derek O'Connor, and Dean Norris did a terrific, outstanding job portraying their characters. Mm. In the first movie, there were drug smugglers, former Vietnam vets of a shadow company. This time, they are South African diplomats who are smuggling drugs, weapons, and gold coins from South Africa. Ooh. I love the opening scenes that are in the middle of a car chase through the 4th Street Tunnel in downtown Los Angeles. Martin Riggs and Good Roger Murtaugh, partners in the LAPD's homicide division, are in pursuit of a red BMW, while their colleagues are converging on a car from the opposite direction. Oh. It's a suspected drug bust. Riggs kicks it open, and hundreds of South African Krugerrands, gold coins which were illegal in the U.S. at the time, Krugerrand. due to the South African apartheid government, come spilling out. Murtaugh and Riggs head for the docks in search of the cargo ship, uh -huh. the Alba Varden. That's Murtaugh right. tells Riggs that it's scheduled to sail for South Africa. They find the ship and see three men standing near a container waiting to be loaded onto the ship. They ambush the men and take their weapons, then yep. break into the container to investigate. Inside, they it's find Rudd's Mercedes sedan and numerous pallets piled high in shrink-wrapped United States currency in multiple denominations. No, they specifically say it's all $1,000 bills. It's not multiple denominations. The last showdown in the docks on the ship was pure action scenes and action sequences. Yes. The gunplay was delivered with a lot of weapons. There was a couple of them. There was a lot of action scenes. At one point, Riggs fires his Beretta 92FS in an attacking helicopter and kills one of the henchmen. Riggs fires back at Rudd's henchman atop his mobile home with the Heckler and Koch MP5A3. That's true. I've enjoyed the second movie a lot and the action sequences. I still love this movie. I always love watching it, and I just love all Lethal Weapons movies. I am giving this movie a 9 Tough. I gave Lethal Weapon 1 and 3 a 10. This movie deserves a 9 because I didn't like the scene. It's just been revoked. What? Close-up of Murtaugh's Smith & Wesson Model 19, the moment before Murtaugh fires on Arjun Rudd in the head when his gun was empty and the guy shows his South African diplomat idea. I don't like that scene, and I think what Murtaugh did was just wrong in my opinion. I am mm. sorry. I am wondering what happened to Patsy Kensett? Question mark. I have never seen her any other film role or any other movie anymore. Oh, he doesn't watch Tales from the Crypt? Lethal Weapon 2 is a 1989 American buddy cop action film directed by Richard Donner and starring Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, Joe Pesci, Patsy Kensett, Derek O'Connor, and Joss Ackland. It is a All sequel facts. to the 1987 film Lethal Weapon and second installment in the Lethal Weapon series, Four and a Half Ninja Stars mm. from Ivo Cobra 8, the official BBL and Blow film critic. Right on. Not as good as one and three, man. No. Maybe no. he wrote the review before four came out. Ooh, that's true. Could be. Could be. That's true. No mention of four. Matt, what do you got for us? What's your uh, final thoughts on your Ninja Star rating? We've said a lot. Up two. They said a lot. Yeah, that's, the that's people's. Right. I don't care about, you know, the political Fuck aspect of the, of, the, of the movie. Fuck you I'm talking about you the movie me. itself. It hits, man. It's got action. Boy, does it. It's got comedy. Extravaganzas. It's got a boobies in it. Uh, kind of hit checks a lot of the boxes, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's parts where it's like, uh, that's lazy. Uh, sure. Kind of cheating Storytelling is you know? not, not the best. No. 
No. Although there is a lot of setup and payoff. But the chemistry, baby. Mm. You can't, you can't mm. pay for that kind of chemistry. You no, think of all those movies not. that got made, you, Vin Diesel and The Rock, they don't like each other. Mm, nah. Yeah, no. But uh, these guys, these guys all like each other. I can't go lower than four bullets. Why should you? Why would you? Why would you ever? Four bullets. I'm in agreement with you and with I Look Over 8. Mm-hmm. Love this movie. It's great. It's great fun. Uh, not... Not quite Lethal Weapon 1, in my opinion. No. I, I famously gave Lethal Weapon 1 a full five ninja stars mm-hmm. when we did our Lethal Weapon episode. That's a that's a perfect film, in my opinion. Yeah. This one is a great follow-up, a great fun follow-up. Sure is. They brought everything you liked back and just ramped up the fun a little bit, threw in a Joe Pesci, and who could have predicted how well that worked out? Called it a day. Toilet bomb, they fuck you in the oh. drive-thru, diplomatic immunity, Patsy Kensett's boobs, all these things are stuff that I remember very well from being eight years old and watching this fucking movie. Hell yeah. It all stuck with me. Love it. I'm also right at four bullets for Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah. Baby Lone Blow says check it out. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Uh, What do we got going on? after this What's fucking the whole month's over did you guys look through the Is calendar june even here? a month june's a month and there's Are a they still doing june this year time anniversary coming up oh. is what we decided to build this entire month around raiders of the lost ark is turning <gasps> 40 and uh fucking i think somewhere around like a, a week into june is what's going on what so we're doing Fortune and Glory, an entire month of adventure movies. If you went back to the fucking old days of the VHS rentals, you, yeah, you went to the section. It always said action and adventure. And adventure. Because there's two kinds of movies out there. Fucking. So we got we got one week until that uh, that Raiders thing. So let's mm-hmm. just, I don't know, fit a Conan movie in there maybe? Go oh. on an adventure with a guy named Conan the Destroyer. Ever fucking heard of him? Oh, few. I, oh, I was worried it was going to be O'Brien. He's, no. Yeah, I can't do him Conan anymore. O'Brien, he's canceled. Yeah, fucking good. Get him out of here. Yeah. Ooh, I went to Harvard. Yeah. No, I'm talking fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger on so many steroids. We're talking fucking... What else is going on that Conan the Destroyer? I don't know that I've ever seen that one all the way through. This yeah. might be a first all the way through watch for me on this fucking one. Is it going to be a great time, or is it going to be a mistake? Bound to be a little bit of both, I'd say. If you tune in next week, you're going to find out. Baby Oil and Blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own. And it hurts when they tear.